0: Oh shit! I just hit record. All right, hello everybody, and welcome back to the State of the League podcast—the only podcast that is actually a miracle elixir for all your woes and ailments. Uh, with me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, the world-famous Pablo Escobar. I am Jack, aka Jokic Joe Star, and this miracle elixir we're going to be fixing the sadness that has permeated the Sacramento Kings fan base in this episode. We have Jack Dan, a.k.a. Jack the Kings fan, and Aaron Schroeder, a.k.a. Possible Chairs, joining us today. Two big Sacramento fans talking about uh, the way that they have played basketball recently, which if you're not tapped in, it's not great. Uh, Let's start. I'll throw it to
1: Aaron. How are you doing today, man? I'm doing fantastic. You know, I had to mention... In one of Pablo's videos, someone said someone asked him, Could you recommend other basketball TikTokers other than Pablo and myself? And Pablo said, I do not respect Aaron Schroeder. So me and Pablo are actually beefing right now. I'm in my Cat Williams arc. I'm here to air this bitch out. I'm gonna go two hours unfiltered on every NBA and every NBA TikToker sweet i'll i'll
0: be your uh i'll be your (laughs) shannon sharp to that no problem
1: you You can just fucking spitball
2: at me pablo how you doing i'm good listen the guy asked i he said (laughs) i need a list of nba tiktokers i respect um like aaron schroeder and so i had to clear the air i said Mm. i do not respect aaron schroeder and and because, what if people get the wrong idea? What if people go out there telling people, "Oh, Pablo Escobar and Aaron Schroeder, they're they're best friends. They go around respecting each other." I don't know. If, no, this is this is like a Groudon Kyogre type dynamic. That's mm. how this works, of course.
1: absolutely damn
0: right on uh yeah i don't and people ask me who i respect i don't respect anyone all of these people anyone who makes content you're all fucking morons myself included uh not addison
2: ray addison ray is very nice everyone says addison (laughs) ray is the nicest celebrity in the world so shout out addison ray
0: shout out to addison ray and she knows ball i would wager uh jack jack the king's fan how you doing pal
3: I'm good. I don't have any active TikTok beefs. Well, maybe oh, I do, but I don't have any active TikTok I beefs i like or... to bring up. Yeah,
4: you do,
1: Jack. <laughs> yeah, you do.
3: <laughs> I might. I might.
0: Oh, man. I love that. that but rocks. other than that, I'm doing we... good. <laughs> yeah? I mean, I'm, you guys seem surprisingly chipper for uh, the Pacers game and everything, uh, which we can, we can dive right into that. Uh, let's talk about the Sacramento Kings, what I have written down here. 0-4 in their last four games. Haven't beaten a like team that's above 500 since January 3rd. That was the magic. Uh, the record lately doesn't really even capture the crushing despair that accompanied some of these losses, it seems like. Uh, you had 37 points from Tobias Harris to lose to the Sixers without a bead. You blew a 12-point lead in the fourth to Milwaukee. Damian Lillard, like 30-foot game winner in overtime. Blew a 22-point lead in the fourth quarter to Suns. That didn't even go to overtime. And Booker <laughs> and Beal were, like, pretty pedestrian in that game. It was mostly just, like, a Grayson Allen master class. And then this culminates in the power of friendship win, as I've been calling it lately. Uh, no Halliburton, no Bruce Brown, no Siakam for the Pacers last night. But T.J. McConnell prevails. And it ends up being it – was, it was, like, a five-point win for Indiana. But, like, a loss there is crushing. Um, Jack – what are your thoughts on Sacramento basketball at this point?
3: It's as if we decide to let the world's least intimidating player on the other team, dominate is every time. TJ McConnell, we could not stay in front of TJ Hey,
2: Hey, McColl- nobody can. NBA leader in drives. So don't do so that. He's- <laughs> so he true.
3: He used the power of grit, sneaky athleticism, and dateability to score 20 and 10 on us. <laughs>
0: Yeah, he was he was pretty gnarly. And I don't know, he's one of those guys where like he, he hops off the bench for Indiana and you're like, "Oh fuck, like this is this is a real guy, you know, like he could be yeah. on a couple different teams." Uh but yeah, getting 20 and 10 on really like 9 of 14 from the field uh and three free throws, which feels like I mean, 14 for him. Like he doesn't go to the line at all. Uh that's that's just hard. Uh that's a tough loss. Aaron, how you feeling?
1: We can't guard anybody. Anyone at all. And and it's so (laughs) strange because our defense is better than it was last season by by important metrics like defensive rating. But it's so strange because we have a better or the same record through this point of the season as we did last year. And last year was like the greatest vibes ever. This year is like getting my balls crushed in hydraulic (laughs) press every morning. I can't take anymore. Um the, the The record isn't horrendous. But the way that we're losing these games tells me there's these massive issues going on. I narrowed it down to three things, which was um, free throw shooting, clutch moments, and Harrison Barnes. If we can fix (laughs) at least two of those, we'd be fine. Because let's say we don't blow the Milwaukee game or the Suns game in like historic, unbelievable, never-seen-before-on-television fashion. We're not even having this podcast. Like, it's not even that big of a deal. The record's probably fine over the five seed. Yeah.
0: I mean, you guys don't do that. I'd be having Kofi on because the Pistons won a game. I mean, we we could, (laughs) there's a lot to talk about here. But I mean, Sacramento, you're just such a car crash of a basketball team lately that uh, it it can't, can't be ignored. Pablo, what are your thoughts, man? I don't,
2: I don't know. Listen, I, I, the long-term aspirations of this roster, as we've said many times, I feel like are are (laughs) capped. Um, and I just, I just don't think, um, I I think they're, they're still, they're still probably as good of a team as last year, if not better. Um, uh, just, just based off the talent on the roster, if everyone's playing up to their full capability and everything, but, um, until, until there's some kind of shakeup, I don't really feel that this team can go toe-to-toe in the playoffs with, like, the Clippers or with the Nuggets or, or anyone at the top of the West.
1: We have the worst yeah. wings
2: in the league. It's
1: awful. <laughs> it, it's, the, I mean, it, have it, you guys it, ever
3: had to now. watch Harrison Barnes play basketball? It's <laughs> horrible. I sat there and live-streamed. And Pat, I pointed at him the entire game. He didn't move. It was the easiest stream of my life. I was just like, no, nope, he's not going to move. He's not going to do it. Never does. He's got the basketball ability of Michelangelo's David sometimes. He just sits there and does nothing. Maybe David's statue would be better on defense. That's
0: a it's good screen, the David statue. The I statues. mean, you yeah. get him in the right spots. So you could run your guards off him. And I mean, he's laying totally. people out, all la, like, fucking prime Steven Adams. Uh, and you Aaron,
1: don't have to $18 million a year. I'm looking up how big the David statue is. Seven feet, 17 feet tall. That'd be a great, great basketball player. Seven, that's a a very tall statue. But with Barnes, it's so depressing, especially when we lose to the Pelicans by like 45. Like in a world of of Trey Murphy and Herb Jones, like these awesome dynamic young wings that you could just find every year in the draft, apparently. Um, Barnes is, is so depressing. Here are my Barnes numbers. So there have been 91 players this season to play 29 or more minutes a game of those players in terms of per game stats of those 91 players. He is the ninth least rebounds, the third least assists, the fifth least points, the 15th least steals, and he is a nine way tie for the second least blocks. He has blocked six shots. That's (laughs) 0.1. What is he doing out there? He has no statistical
2: impact. Is he shooting well from a three still? Is he shooting Who like gives a shit? He's a not fucking taking him. <laughs>
3: he's not taking him. I think he's no. closer to 35. Oh, okay. yeah, He's pretty average on that front. Sasha or Trey Lyles, either the two power forwards we have directly behind him, Sasha is averaging the exact same amount of rebounds in like half the minutes. 12 minutes. It's ridiculous. 12 minutes a game. 12 minutes I'm, a
1: game. I'm positive that Trey Lyles is better. I'm positive... That Vizenkov is better. Every on-off number known to man tells me that we have better wings on this roster. Yet Harrison Barnes plays every game like fucking clockwork. He's un- like Mike Brown and him make love after every game. I'll never, I'll never take oh. your minutes away, baby. I wouldn't do that to you. <laughs> I would, <laughs> as <laughs> as they fondle Holy each other's. I can't fucking do this anymore. He plays every game. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's a. Uh, I don't know. It's From an outside perspective, who also, like, I haven't tuned in. I've tuned in since they turned bad, um, but, like, I haven't watched all the Kings games this year. It's jarring to see him be in, like, a prominent role. Um, Seven points, two rebounds, 53% true shooting over these last four games, and just generally one of the worst basketball players I've seen lately. Uh, Like, I don't... Yeah, it feels really inexcusable. I get that he's a great locker room guy. Um, so is DeAndre Jordan. He's not like starting for the Nuggets. Uh, you don't need to give somebody with great vibes a prominent role just because they're like really showing the young guys what structure looks like in the locker room. Yeah. Um, we're gonna get to it later because we got a lot of trade shit coming up. Ah, uh, like if the the shakeup that Pablo talked about, that is the shakeup that needs to be shooken. In my opinion, it doesn't really like that's the glaring issue with this roster as far as like guys you can reasonably move off of. There's obviously other flaws, but yeah, Harrison Barnes sucks. Sorry. Sorry, you guys have to
1: watch him. With Barnes, um, he was 15 points a game last season, and, and that really helped us close games because he was kind of this like tertiary scorer. NBA champion could. Harrison Barnes. NBA top, champion Harrison top Barnes. Top high school
2: recruit Harrison Barnes. And he Doug was... McDermott in Iowa. Harrison Barnes
1: in Iowa. Oh. <laughs> he actually is really good like... at like drawing fouls last year, but now he doesn't shoot the ball at all. And and when our second star Sabonis like isn't getting his own bucket in crunch time in the slightest, isn't even looking at the basket, it limits <laughs> our clutch offense. And that's a that was the season.
0: That was the thing that really jumped out to me in the Suns game um, was just like rolling out KD at center. This like funky small ball lineup that the Suns did, which, to be honest, it felt like their best uh, defensive rotation in terms of like just guys across the board that you look at. And you're like, oh, that's a pretty good defender, you know, um, but like it's also a matchup that pretty much every center that has a lot of mass the way that Sabonis does should be able to punish uh with that Kevin Durant guard and he just yeah he would not look at the basket at all and it really fucked with their offense it was a big reason why like shit just got very stagnant down the stretch I saw uh in that Suns game they had 15 assists in the first quarter and then they ended up with like three in the entirety of the fourth quarter just because it devolved into like a lot of like long standing it just not Kings basketball it was really jarring to watch uh the ball movement was very poor a lot of dribbling without a lot of separation or movement or off ball movement or cutting just everything that you kind of come to expect From the vibes-based Kings of last year. And, yeah, it just feels this season like a lot of those 50-50 clutch games that were so gritty, light the fucking beam last year. They're kind of swinging the opposite direction uh, a little ways. Um, Jack, how do you feel about that?
3: It's – the Mike Brown coaching experience is so strange because when there is no stakes – and the team is in a comfortable position, whether the game has just begun or we're up by 10 or we're playing the Pistons or something, the offense is just gorgeous to watch. There's so much movement. There's so many screens, so much passing. It's like Lee Ellis, if you remember the Starters podcast when they did their very solid plays. It's like one of those every single time. But the second there's any pressure on this team, it turns into like this dark evil version of Joe Missoula, Steve Kerrball, where it's like, hey, Eric Gordon is guarding DeMontis Sabonis in the paint. You know what it means? Time for a step back contested three, baby. And it's like, you've got Eric Gordon in the paint against Sabonis. It's one of the strongest guys in the league. What are we doing? Take the layup, please. I don't get it. It's so sure. He's a great coach. He's got his awesome moments, but man, he is weird. He is weird when it gets in the stretch sometimes. Probably
1: wipe his fucking ass. With a shit <laughs> too, at some point he'll take that coach's challenge and throw it away in the second quarter every time. Just throw that out there.
3: True, his coach. There is some. I don't know what. Like I don't. I. I wish they kept stats for this, but he has got to be the worst challenger in NBA history. He never oh. wins them. Every game he just blows it. It's the not even like you, you can tell in live time. Oh yeah, he fucking blew it.
0: well the one that jumped out to me uh it was the reverse of blowing it in the second quarter it was like just fucking white knuckling your coach's challenge uh through like (laughs) three or four really close calls during like a game that's you know these are swinging momentum you know this is hard and then like it's to the point where it's like oh shit 20 seconds left can't take my coach's out my coach challenge home with me let me just throw it out there on like this obvious out of bounds play like it bounced off Malik monk's fucking head or something let me let's light the green light and just see what we can get uh yeah, it didn't feel really um uh, I don't know veteran move didn't feel very savvy, he doesn't feel like uh yeah, he's smart, x's and O's, but maybe a little bit
2: more experience would be nice. Could the difference be uh did last year we were all freaking out about De'Aaron fox's uh clutch time stats and things like that like every single game he was hitting a big time uh mid-range pull-up clutch jumper is could the difference just be he's not doing that as much <laughs> this year in these clutch games or no yeah absolutely absolutely last season
1: I, there's this website called unpredictable that has like the jerry west clutch player of the year tracker and last year fox won it and he won it by a landslide in fact since 1997 they started keeping track of these stats it was the third best clutch season of all time behind just 2015 anthony davis and 2010 lebron he was the the clutch jesus and this year he's not even on their top 50 ranking it's he has been completely absent in the clutch and and that's been a that's kind of been leading to like malik monk being our closer which is fun at times like he had some nice moments but (laughs) fox being like the best clutch player in the league just hasn't repeated
3: the other half of it is we're just not in late close games that much anymore. Either we blow out teams or we get torched to a level that is surely a war crime. Any game against the Pelicans, we lose by 40. There's so many blowouts that maybe the clutch stats aren't there just because he's just not getting the shots. I don't know if there's a tracker for how many like clutch shots he's taking, but it's got to be slashed in half.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there is. But we don't watch the sport through a calculator around these parts. You know, we we strictly Uh do the eye test, and the eye test this season, Malik dude, Malik Monk in the clutch is fun. That's, like, a really good way to describe it, because, holy shit, like, this guy's the most athletic guy on the floor, and he's he's a tough shot maker, and he's not, like, the worst offensive initiator in the world. But when you, like, look over there, and you're like, oh, shit, that's, yeah, that's De'Aaron Fox. That's, like, theoretically one of the seven best point guards on the planet right now. And it's just like we're not – like he he should be grabbing this game and taking over, and it it hasn't uh, manifested itself that way this season. That is really going to swing a lot of those close games. Because, yeah, last year he was unbelievable in those moments. And for him to not be as present this year, that's a big hit. Because, uh, yeah, it it also felt like Sacramento's clutch time offense – completely revolved around that like if he wasn't the guy making the tough shot um by like a quarter through the season with how defenses were reacting to him in clutch time it was like he had some of the highest scoring gravity in the league in those moments people were like if we don't get it out of his hands he's gonna hit this shot and so then that that opens up like a whole other world of offensive opportunities for everybody else and yeah, um with him just being okay now, it's it's not it's not the same. So, yeah, sorry. Sorry Sacramento. This sucks. Um you get the one vibe season, I've always said it, and then people start looking at you as to whether or not you can really win the championship. <laughs> and if you got like if they had been switched, people would be like a little bit more respectful about championship aspirations if you were as good as you were last season. Uh but you're not, and so I don't know. I'm not gonna shit all over you, but uh, <laughs> it's 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 not uh it's not exactly where you want to
2: be. Which is more painful, is it this, or is it like hoping, man, if Thomas Robinson just takes a leap, he can get us to 30 wins <clears throat> next year? Harrison Barnes
1: did to me in one day what 15 yeah. years or 17 oh. years of missing the playoffs could not do. <laughs> I've been broken, and snapped in half. I also I did find those um the clutch numbers last season. Fox took 200, which is by far the most in the league. 200 clutch shots. Demar Derozan was second with 164. This series taken 56, which is good for 20th. So he's just not. I mean, I mean, Fox was hitting half court game winners against the Magic last season. It felt like he had magic coming out of his hands. Um, whenever like the like whenever the the clock would blow two minutes or something, but just not this season.
0: Yeah. Um I don't know. Beyond that, that's really all my thoughts, is that it's just uh it's been hard recently. I think we are tuning in at a time that is maybe uh a little bit low on the stock in Sacramento. Uh dry January.
1: <laughs> yeah, t- I have more <laughs> dry thoughts. Dry I can go for ten fucking minutes. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't don't give us a chance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I um we're the worst free-throw shooting team in the league. We're shooting 72%. That's a league worst. That's the oh. fourth worst mark by a team since 2020. Wait, why um, is
2: that? Who is doing who's, – who's
1: underperforming? Every, no one everyone. can shoot. Malik Monk missed 23 free-throws last season. He's missed 21 already.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know we how? Do you know what him? our percentage was in the game against the Pacers as a team? What? 56. Oh, <laughs> on how many? Uh, I think it was like 30.
1: It was oh, eighteen Lord. to thirty-two. I'm pretty sure. Eighteen to thirty-two. Oh, That's not God. an NBA team. That's I don't, in, no. a five point loss, um, in a five-point <laughs> loss. In a five-point loss to to miss that much. It's we have the fourth worst free throw rate. The, um, sorry, we had the fourth best free throw rate last year. Twenty seventh this year. Fox oh, shoot sixty-two percent. Not even getting there. Fox shoots 62% on clutch free throws. Sabonis shoots 67% on clutch free throws. Oh, my
0: God. I mean, yeah, uh, the Bucks game. That's uh, the the Damian Lillard. He would have just sent it into double overtime with that shot. But Fox, he missed his first free throw. So it was only a two-point lead uh, for Sacramento. And then, yeah, obviously that shot went in. Um, Yeah. That's not even that's... it.
1: The Monk free throws. The Monk, we were up by four. And then Monk had a chance <laughs> to go up six. He misses both of them. And then Lopez hits a three. All of a sudden it's a one-point game instead of a six-point game. And then, then Fox hits one out of two, two-point game. We missed three out of four in the clutch.
0: Oh, you guys make me feel a lot better about Aaron Gordon. Um, because <laughs> he can't he can't shoot him either. But he he bricked a couple against Boston last night, and then he came down and he like packed the shit out of Jalen Brown. And I was like, you know. All right, you you earn the right to miss more. I uh, I don't care. But yeah. if the whole team did that, oh my god, I would be in a fucking padded room right now.
4: Yeah,
3: I I would give up maybe two of my toes for Harrison what? Barnes as opposed, or for Aaron Gordon as opposed to Harrison Barnes. Like I, I'm I'm so serious. I don't care. Oh, Aaron
0: Gordon fucking rocks. Just don't two? get me wrong. Just yeah. two. <laughs> <laughs> how bad three. do I need toes? <laughs> I don't think I need. I got ten of them. <laughs>
1: yeah, I got. Yeah. I got bloody. The big
3: toe.
4: No, probably like freeze we, we to my toes.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I man. was going to say, I was going to say, because for, I mean, Aaron Gordon makes you better. He doesn't. Right. <laughs> He's not putting you up there
3: and losing I'm your thinking, toes. I'm thinking like for, both pinkies and then that. like the ring toe. Yeah. I don't
0: need this. Oh my god, the Aaron Gordon Sabonis spacing—you're just like you're bleeding out from your foot, and there's like four defenders in the paint all at the same time, and you're just—god damn it! Was the the box drive? I
3: mean, uh, oh Capella,
0: Capella? okay. All right, all right. If we want to touch on trade rumors,
2: let the record show.
0: If we want to touch on trade rumors, let's let's segue. Uh, I'm pretty smooth at these. We're moving into whether each team in the Western Conference is going to be a buyer, a seller, or just staying put at the trade deadline. Um, I'm just going to run through them top to bottom. Um, Starting with the Timberwolves, I have them staying put. Pablo, where are you at?
2: Yeah, I feel the same way. I I don't know if there's any like I'm I'm open to the idea of some kind of some kind of move um to maybe get some offensive firepower, but I don't really know where that would come or how that would come in. If I'm them, I I feel fine about staying. All right. Um Aaron, what do you think about uh, Minnesota?
1: It's staying put for sure. Staying put for sure. I mean, they have, they have the best record in the West and no obvious ways to to improve and unless it's like super fringe and a second round pick for this and i think that'll be the most they get
3: yeah uh jack what about you they're holding i mean this team works as constructed and they don't have like a a ton of pieces that they'd be willing to give up to move to get more firepower or more shooting so why move i like this team
0: yeah um, yeah, I, I'm on board with that. I said if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Uh, mm-hmm. Half court offensive issues are probably going to arise in the postseason. But like, uh, you can address those in the off season. I think they're probably I mean, if they don't make like a deep run this year, I think we might be looking at uh, maybe a cat move or something like that, given how kind of wonky and bad his contract gets. But for right now, they're staying put at the deadline. Uh, For OKC, I also have them staying put. um, Just so I don't have to call on people. Let's go. Me, Jack, Pablo, Aaron. That's the rotation. Does everyone got it? Yep. Good deal. All right, cool. OKC, I have them staying put. Jack, what do you got?
3: I think they will stand put, but I don't think it's a good idea. I think they should buy something because – Teams buy into this idea that their window is going to be open forever, and it kind of never is, because it's the NBA and weird shit happens. So I think it's kind of insane and low-key irresponsible if they've got 14 first-round picks to not trade a couple of them to get better now while your window is open, clearly. I think they'll stand pat. I think they should be buying
4: Okay.
2: Uh, Pablo, I'm I'm in the same boat. Uh, but I I wouldn't do a big shakeup. I'm I'm still not into going all in for Laurie, and I don't even know if that's really a possibility anymore because the Jazz might be the best team in the West, and you might <laughs> have to give up Shea for him. So that's probably not going down. Um, but the big the the Achilles heel everyone talks about is rebounding. Everyone's worried we have too many too many skinny uh thin tall boys. We need some some meat. So some some possible trades I was looking at I was on the fanspo trade simulator brought to you by fanspo they, they that could be yours fanspo every week they, they email us um, Davis Burtons plus and I and I I didn't go through specifically what picks would be involved so I just said picks because I don't know what would be good but Davis plus picks for clint capella clint capella is one of the best rebounders in the nba he's huge um and he's still decent he's still a good rim protector he's still uh, some time it probably depends on the day at this point uh, the, uh <laughs> his 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 viability on the perimeter um he's a lot threat he is he's been uh deep into the western conference playoffs um Good guy, the Swiss roll. So I think I think that could be a good pickup for them. Um I think there could be a similar deal davis Bertans plus uh picks for vucevic i don't think i don't know if the bulls would actually do this but he he's one of the better rebounders in the league and theoretically a a stretch big he's he's not as good as you think he is um and and theoretically he's a post up big as well but he doesn't really draw free throws and he just like settles for a lot of falling away hooks and stuff like that but um he's not really um going to great use on this bulls team i just want them to blow it all up into the sun and so if if he helped the thunder win a championship that would be okay with me and then uh the last trade i said was uh jaylen williams not the well no i don't want to say it like that everyone ha- always has to insult him when when people bring him up Jalen Williams with a Y the Arkansas big man Joe Kim Noah vibes I'll tell you that much so I would love to have him on the Bulls and so Jalen Williams plus Poku for Andre Drummond and Javon Carter and maybe they could throw in some second rounders or something there but there you get Andre Drummond um one of the better rebounders and then Javon Carter, good uh point of attack uh bench guard again that kind of guy who's going to waste on the Bulls team. Um uh, I yeah and I think I think uh either Vucevic or Capella work because they're cheap and not only are they at the top in rebounds they're up there in box outs as well. So I think mm-hmm. I think they these these are the kinds of moves you gotta be you gotta be going for.
1: All right I'll get on with those. Gaslighting the NBA community to take Andre Drummond, I don't know how hey, you're convincing yeah. NBA discourse. Like, no, no, take Andre Drummond, give him a pick for Andre Drummond. But I think you're right on with that. With the, with the rebounding, the the Thunder's leading rebounders are Chet Holmgren, Josh Giddey, and SGA. Like, they they this they desperately are going to need that kind of size, and they play this really versatile kind of switchable ball. But they lost to Sacramento. Like we like we kind of own the Thunder because. Yes twice right because <laughs> Sabonis just does whatever he wants against them. like while while Chet wins in other areas and spacing the floor you got to have someone to to battle like you, you have to get through Jokic like what if they play Sacramento like that'd be the worst way this season could possibly end <laughs> is to losing to this shitty Sacramento team because it's totally possible um just to get some like double digit rebounders out there I know Josh Giddy's upset when things hit double digits but the Thunder need oh. a, some d- double-digit oh. rebounders Harsh. for sure.
0: Oh my God! I wish I had a soundboard. <laughs> Holy shit! No, no, no. Um, <laughs> the one that jumped out to me while we're talking about rebounders, uh, maybe they make a move. This is just spitballing. I have no idea. I really don't even know what, like, if he's been extended yet or anything. Wendell Carter Jr. is withering oh, away on the I bench for Orlando. And I, I think he, he could be a double double kind of guy. Uh, oh my God. So unprofessional.
4: unprofessional. Oh <laughs> Bubble
0: had like three alarms go off last episode. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I don't know. Wendell Carter Jr. fits that mold pretty well. Uh, if they had to like pay him in next season, that would probably be a little bit less than ideal just because they're going to have to pay so many guys so soon. But yeah, regardless those motherfuckers cannot rebound and the idea of them playing sacramento in a playoff series that is very funny to me uh because sabonis would cook and if you could get like if you could tap into the, the old vibes just for a playoff series maybe uh, maybe steph didn't take all of them maybe he left there's a little in the bottom of the bag and you could throw him in Shay's face and yeah it, it would be fun uh Moving on to the third seed, the Denver Nuggets. Denver, I'm opening my mind's eye right now for the Denver Nuggets. And I see in the future, yeah, they're probably staying put. Um, In terms of, like, shit they could add, a backup center would really rock. Um, and to be honest, I'm gaslighting myself here. Is uh, DeAndre Jordan better than Andre Drummond? If I could add Andre Drummond to this
2: team, just as a backup, Whoa. just 10 minutes.
0: I think Andre
2: Drummond had a 2020 game this year, didn't he?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think DeAndre Jordan beat the Clippers with his cool hops and everything. Oh. So, there's a lot of there's a lot of interesting arguments to be had. <laughs> uh yeah. It's just yeah, yeah, the backup center position, they're running Aaron Gordon, a lot of backup center minutes these days, and it it's fine. It's like patchworky, but if they get into A series with minnesota where we're looking at like a nas reed coming off the bench for them i don't think that's gonna work super well and so yeah a backup big but i would wager they stay put um so yeah jack how you feeling
3: i would also wager that the nuggets stay put they're so well put together as it stands and at the end of the day what sort of assets do the nuggets have that they wouldn't want to hold on to for the rest like christian brown maybe but like i'm zeke sure Naji. you guys like him a lot zeke, the zeke, yeah, zeke trade zeke package
0: Naji. tap in people
3: oh yeah you can you can have harrison barnes for zeke <laughs> okay, Naji, but... perfect one for one swap <laughs> oh man no uh i, I think the nuggets are sta- standing still I, I can't imagine they make a trade
2: yeah. I think they are uh, sellers. I think I would probably trade Nikola Jokic for Joel Embiid because Joel Embiid is better than him now. And I think an interesting, an interesting wrinkle to the deal would be if they also threw in Jamal Murray in the trade, and and the Sixers threw in Tyrese Maxey because Tyrese Maxey is younger than Jamal Murray and therefore better. So I think that would be a that would be an interesting trade. What do you think, Aaron? I can't argue with it
1: it be it be league shaking but you know Denver would certainly get the upgrade getting the best player in the package is uh, is just massive but for Denver it's interesting could they get could they get Bruce Brown back is there a contract <laughs> that that just reroutes and like would you pay a first just to have him again
0: um this season probably not because i'm confident if the team option doesn't get picked up which it is a lot of money uh for the level of play he's displayed this season if that team option doesn't pick up I feel like Denver could get him back in free agency. I feel like he longs for the mountains. He dresses like a cowboy. So, like, mm. uh, yeah, I mean, he he wants to be westward. He wants manifest destiny. Um, and, yeah, yeah, it would rock to have Bruce Brown back. And, to be honest, what the fuck are we going to use that first on anyways? But it, we don't have a ton of assets. So, in terms of, like, keeping our flexibility for, like, uh, real, real necessary shit, I'm confident in the bench, kind of putting it together at the right time. Christian Brown stepped up big last year. I like Peyton Watson a lot. Uh, I think he will be like able to contribute something in a playoff series. Reggie Jackson has surprised me with how good he's been. I am worried about DeAndre Jordan minutes, but it is what it is. And Bruce Brown wouldn't really fix that anyways. So, yeah, uh, I think
2: they're probably staying put this year. Bruce Brown paid Jonathan Porter ten thousand dollars for his jersey number. Is if he gets traded again this season, is that the worst investment in NBA history? Oh,
0: I wish I had some research time for this. There's gotta be some really stupid investments.
3: Um like Dennis Schroeder uh, on himself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what it $84 eighty
2: four billion or something?
3: 84, 84 million. Mil, Close enough. <laughs> yeah. I think 84 of 85 billion, more or Ner,
2: less. Nerland's Noel also famously mm. turned out a bunch of money he as did. well.
4: Mm-hmm. He
0: did. Um, And shout out and, to fuck, who is it? Latrell Sprewell. I gotta feed my family. Fruit. Turned down I 20 feed mil. My never played in the NBA again. So, uh, yeah. In terms of horrible investments, it's up there. Uh, he might get just pivoted out of Toronto. He might have mm. spent $10,000 on a number rental, but... Maybe we overpaid it's. him. If
2: he's if he's if he's doing that, if he's making these moves, maybe we made a mistake. <laughs>
0: the money went to his head.
2: <laughs> yeah, and plus that's Canadian money. Is it worth? Oh wait, maybe it's worth less. Or wait, maybe you paid him in USD.
1: Oh, yeah, you got to answer excuse. the phone on the pod. <laughs> yeah, you got to put it yeah, on. You the, put it's on my the boss. <laughs> answer oh. the phone oh, for the class.
3: I, I, I will. Oh. <laughs> Oh, oh he muted. Screw her. be late anyway.
0: Screw <laughs> All <laughs> All right. her. Screw her. Misogyny. Yeah. Oh, my god. oh my god. Not what we stand for at oh, the no. State of the League podcast.
2: If it uh, was a male women... boss, would he have picked up? Something to think Maybe. about. Maybe. I mean, who's
0: something to, say, to think you know? about? Yeah. yeah. Lots to ponder. Speaking of pondering, um, the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh I am selling <laughs> strictly my, my only bullet for this segment is get PJ Tucker the fuck off this team. Oh, uh, okay. I, and and that's he's not even like in the rotation, really. <laughs> just um, I don't think anything. <laughs> You're any, I don't think him. anything good. <laughs> yeah. Anything good is going to come from him being on this roster. I guarantee it. So, yeah. Um, beyond that, like, I don't know. I I don't think they have any areas where they could really substantially improve. The whole question just maintains about like the health of Kawhi and Paul George. Um, Westbrook has been really solid in the backup point guard position. Uh, They have a fair amount of big man depth, especially once Plumlee comes back. Um, Harden has been a revelation for their offense. in The point guard role, Kawhi and Paul George, I mean, with the way, PG just lit up the thunder. They've kind of been really good at, like, taking steps forward and back and allowing the other to really excel when they've got the hot hand. So, yeah, I, I think the Clippers probably stay put, but if you want to sell P.J. Tucker, it, it probably helps your luck in the playoffs, I bet. Johnny Employee, how you
3: feeling? <laughs> I'm, thinking, I'm thinking the Clippers also stay put. I swear I'm going to have infinitely more fun Discussions about future teams here, but the Clippers don't really have much to move around. They've got so many big contracts on their team already outside of doing some sort of like Bones Highland and PJ Tucker thing. I can't imagine they move too much. Also, this is working weirdly. I didn't expect this team to work and it's seriously working. Why mess with a good thing?
2: Yeah, they they look great. Probably not any huge moves to make. Um, Maybe there's probably some California boys you can bring in on on the outskirts um, maybe get Leangelo Ball in there another California high school powerhouse player um, but if they if they wanted to yeah I mean maybe no yeah they're okay they're okay Aaron back to you
1: I'm not sure who would want PJ Tucker and Bones Highland like those are the kind of the <laughs> expendable things but at this point this the Clippers team could use like, they they could use production from 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 everyone on their roster with how big the the top end contracts are, but um, could you do a PJ Tucker for Barnes swap? Would I do that? Mm. Would I trade the real question and the question will answer later is would I trade Harrison Barnes for nothing? And the answer is basically yes. Um, <laughs> for for the Clippers though, they have been playing really well. I just I I refuse to care. I'm hey. not doing this. I'm not buying in. You can't make me. I, the, the internet cannot bully me to take this Clippers team seriously. They've assembled like the all-star team for bad playoff moments and untimely playoff injuries. And they're like, we're <gasps> playing super well. And I'm like, this is going to be the funniest first round loss in your fucking life. Guarantee <gasps> it. Guar- I guarantee And like, and this is like, <laughs> Whoa. it's, it's over. we have gone full circle where it's like, so surprising. that it's like, we should have seen this coming. Like, of course this team is going to fall apart and look at this roster guys. I'm begging you. I'm begging <laughs> you to look at this roster and t- that this is built for like
2: lo- an entire playoff run. Hey, I've it's seen Kawhi win a championship, man. I've seen That's Paul true. George. If he's healthy, if everyone's healthy, um, is this the, the, I feel like this is California Wars. Is it? Is there an element of that coming in here? And you're like, <laughs> I hope you're... they suffer more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to put your life
1: savings on a, the Clippers making the Western Conference Finals or James Harden being on a new team next season, which one would you do?
2: Oh, you know oh, what? I I would you think about it. I would do why are you think about Conference. it. I would do the Western Conference <laughs> Finals. Um because I, I do think they're really good right now and I don't know what options are left for him. <laughs> so that's yeah, why I yeah, would do it. <laughs> <laughs> Who
0: else would take him? He wanted to be here. Um but that's what they said about Brooklyn and Philadelphia. So you know, maybe he's just uh he's a fickle guy. I do think it's funny we Fingers crossed uh, for the Clippers-Mavs first-round matchup four-five situation. Oh, oh man. my god, Don't do that would blow Luka again. <laughs> nah, Luca's winning this time because uh, mm-hmm. it's it's because I went on the record. I said Derek White's better than Kyrie, and, uh, oh. and Kyrie's been on a fucking nuke run lately. That's that's uh, <laughs> that's my luck for you. So now, I mean, yeah, Kyrie's gonna go out there, thirty-seven points per game in a six-game series, maybe, uh, and just yeah. I don't know. I'm on board with Aaron. It's the combination of like, all right, so we need six straight weeks of health from Kawhi and Paul George and James Harden. And Russell Westbrook can't fall off a cliff because we still need the bench to be pretty solid. And James Harden can also fall off a cliff, even if he's healthy, because he's kind of the backbone of our offense as far as, like, facilitation goes. And if Kawhi goes down, this is all completely out the window. And if Paul George goes down, um, then we're just, like, putting even more weight on the fucking, like, twigs that are Kawhi's knees right now. So. Yeah, um, I don't. <laughs> if I had to put my life savings on one, I would probably do the Western Conference Finals, uh, just because I don't know if Harden would uh have another suitor. But at the same time, I don't have to do that. Uh, you don't know my bank account information. You can't make me. So I'm not. I'm not putting money on anything except for I have the Kings right below the Clippers. Is that it, or is it the Maps
1: right now in the standings? Does anyone know oh, my, my my standings? <laughs> didn't print. It's the it was, Pelicans, it then thing. the Mavs, and then the Kings. Yeah. we're the oh, seventh shit. seed right now. We're in a hell. <laughs> <laughs> I updated. I updated my uh, my Eastern
0: one. I did not update the standings in my Western one. No, we're in
3: fifth, so, Aaron. We're in fifth again. What? Okay. Yeah.
0: Fuck yeah, that's the West for you, baby. I mean, like I, I see know. seven.
1: I see seven. I see. I see five. No, you don't. Ooh, I like this. No, you don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I genuinely. No, I don't. Yes, yeah, I we're is. the we're the seven seed. The seven standings.
0: All right. Uh, yeah. Let's let's. I'll, I'll try it. I'll try to keep the standings straight. Then we can go to the Pelican. We're the seven uh, seed. We just are the seven seed.
1: Yeah, and are we'll the fifth in the, with in, the, in the Pacific Division. I don't know what you're
2: talking.
4: about.
2: <laughs> I'm looking at it right here. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is the website difference? Because I, I know some sites have differences in, like, offensive rating. I've never heard of a standings difference.
3: <laughs> I'm, on ES, I'm on ESPN. Uh, the we have worldwide the leader. Percentage. Yeah, the worldwide leader in sports. Come on. We're
1: 23-18. and If anyone and 18. knows the truth. The, the Pelicans I'm on are 25-18. The yeah, I'm on are
0: 24-18. Kings are 23-18, and seventh seed. So,
1: is Pelicans just come really out on awesome?
0: top.
3: Jackets Jackets Jack so
1: much
2: worse.
3: <laughs> ESPN it, is it. just totally off. This is ridiculous. Yeah.
2: Man, that Pat McAfee money—it went away from the standings uh,
3: app. <laughs> yeah, look at that. You're yeah. a
2: couple games. You're a couple games
1: behind the. Ma- yeah, the, the what the hell? Three more games. <laughs> That's,
3: so That's ridiculous. Wait, <laughs> is it's three games behind the? App? Yeah.
2: Oh Yeah, my they're God. not the worldwide
3: leader in sports. This is ridiculous. No. I'm on That's ESPN. Weird. I'm on like the the computer version though. Yeah,
0: I'm right. on. I got laptop or I got phone ESPN, and I got phone the Kings ESPN. as the
1: seven seed still. I'm, uh, I'm gonna take so, this though. It's a ex- sorry conspiracy. The league is out oh, to get shit. us. <laughs> we Pablo, actually Pablo. are the five seed.
0: Pablo died. This is so sad. Pablo died. Oh, Hello, he's back. Pablo died. Oh, oh, Hello? we switched
2: to order now. Do you guys Whoa, see that? Fuck.
4: Yeah,
0: <laughs> all right. Well, um. Pablo didn't go anywhere, the nobody, us, yeah. uh, there was there was nothing wrong. Um, My screen uh,
2: froze, and then, and then everything shuffled.
0: Damn. Well, we time-traveled. Uh, Pelicans. Yeah. Apparently
2: uh, three games ago for Jack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the
0: Pelicans all the way down there in the seventh seed. The Kings, they're on top of the world. No way they lose to the Pacers tonight.
1: What the hell? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was such a yeah. big lead against the Suns, the way we blow this.
0: <laughs> oh man. What's funny is rewatching the Suns game. I like, cause I, I uh I rewatched it the morning after I didn't get to see it live, and I I just threw it on like three minutes left in the third quarter. I was like, I'm not gonna watch them build this shit up just for it to fall down. Like that feels not masochistic because I don't care. Sadistic, that's the word I'm thinking of. Like, yeah, I, I don't want to watch the kings suffer that much. But the Pelicans. I have them staying put. I have the Pelicans oh. staying
2: put. I thought you were going to say I, you like to watch them stuff. first. like, Jesus.
0: <laughs> no, I fucking friend of the program, Trey Murphy, baby. I love the ah! Pelicans. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't love Valanchunas for them, um, especially last night. Booker was going at that motherfucker and his slow feet in that first quarter. Um, One of but, the top
2: box outers in the NBA, I'll tell you that. Much.
0: Yeah, the Thunder could use them. Um, It doesn't feel like there's like a serviceable replacement for everything he brings right now. Um, Now I guess that I've brought up Wendell Carter Jr. He he does do a lot of stuff Valchunas does, but I I have him staying put. Uh, They'll probably just like they've had a lot of health issues this season um, and just like figuring out rotational (laughs) shit. And so yeah, I'm staying put. We switched up the rotation.
2: Pablo just cut Jack. So yeah, I'm. Yeah, this that's is fine. like, uh, what is that game called? King of, or er, Foursquare, Foursquare. Yeah, I, I oh. knocked him out. Um, uh, yeah. Wendell, Wendell Carter is interesting because he is, he is like near the top of the league in like, in, in a lot of the rebounding stats, like rebounds, box outs. I think, I think he was up there in like contested rebound percentage when I was looking last night, um. But he's actually a little bit smaller than you would think. He's like six nine, I think, six ten on a good oh, day. Shit. And uh so it's I wonder I wonder how but he, he is thick. They they called him oatmeal or something when he was with the bulls. Um <laughs> what a stupid name. I, oh my god. <laughs> um I I wonder I wonder how good because it it's been a it's been a long time. So I wonder I, I wonder how much he's grown and because so, we traded him because he had, like, one bad half of a season where he was just getting, <laughs> like, out-rebounded by by Vucevic and by another, like, Drummond and a bunch of other traditional bigs. And all the mindless Meathead Bulls fans were like, he's not big enough, guys. We can't do it with this guy. He's not big enough. Um, and it's then a very we,
0: Midwestern we, opinion. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This guy couldn't play offensive line. How can he be good at basketball? What the fuck? We can get
2: Luca Garza out of Iowa in the second <laughs> round next year. Um, they, oh, yeah. you know, he he's he's really good. I I wonder if, if he's good enough to to answer these rebounding woes. I also wonder what they're what they think about him cuz I I know that Goga has been like a revelation. He's 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 finally living up to the hype. Um, and he's been really good defensively, but Wendell is very interesting as, as a, uh, a big man who can shoot threes, who can pass, uh, and who can do some good stuff on defense. So I wonder he would, he would be a really interesting trade target for anybody if, if they are interested in moving him. Um, but as for the Pelicans, this is a team that's so, so deep, um, I'm not sure if there's any moves to be made. They they already had to let go of Kyra Lewis. Could come back to haunt them. He's got the Aaron Fox speed, folks. Um, but yeah, I think I think for them, it's just about uh, health. And um, I think Jordan Hawkins had a crazy game the other night. So maybe just just mm-hmm. m- figuring out how to maximize everybody on the roster, get everybody up to speed, and uh, things might be okay. Yeah, Jack. How yeah, you instead of.
3: Instead of trading someone, I would just play more Jordan Hawkins. I don't understand why they haven't been playing him as much as they have, I guess, recently, because he played really well last game. He sort of gives me not, I don't want to get into this level of comparison, but he sort of gives you Michael Porter Jr. vibes with the amount of confidence that mm. he takes his three pointers with. He just steps into it and launches it. And the Pelicans are a really deep and strong and good defensive team, but sometimes you look at their lineup. And you're like, oh, it's Alvarado, Daniels, Naji Marshall, Ingram, and Zion. Who the hell is shooting? Yeah. So it's like five getting Hawkins on the floor more often. Yeah, exactly. My so
4: boy.
0: More. Yeah. <laughs> you a big Hawkins guy? Hawkins Have more. you been?
4: Oh,
2: oh man, I'm a big. I love, I love Hawkins. Mm. I love Naji Marshall. I love Zion. I love all these guys.
0: It's crazy how likable yeah. the Pelicans are, and then uh it is. I, I mean, like just just to not like I don't want to say they're not that good. They could be good, they're they're so good defensively, and they have so much potential on offense. but yeah, right now I, it's it's interesting how Jose Alvarado has kind of worked himself out of the rotation. Uh, but it's not my turn. Um, Aaron, what do you think?
1: <laughs> for the pelicans they they seem like a team just desperate desperate to finally condense to take all because they have these picks like they have these like drew holiday picks from walkie or something like they have an excess of assets and like 15 miles to feed for the rotation or like <laughs> no matter who they put out it's like oh it's actually pretty good but also what makes them so dangerous at times is like they're like a world war z zombie horde of length and depth on the wing just you can't it's, it's unstoppable it's like this 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 <laughs> sea of basketball players um that's why the kings <laughs> lose by 90 every yeah, he's watching in horror.
2: He's like, I have none of these guys. They have all of
1: them. <laughs> them. Okay, can the Pelicans spare us like one of these, like six, eight guys <laughs> that are pretty good? We have zero of them. Um, yeah. And so I- I'd like to see them like finally condense. I'm not sure what that looks like right now, but it is such a strange team where I like they have so much talent. It kind of hinged on Zion being like, can he make that leap to. Or not the leap. He fucking was it. And then he got fat and injured. But this like twenty seven <laughs> points on sixty percent shooting, crazy like NBA talent. Or now it's just like he's pretty good. Like he's pretty good, right? And the Pelicans are pretty good. But it just man, if Zion could be more, it'd be a crazier team.
0: Yeah. Um. I mean, we've hit on that plenty here. The the Zion. the frustrations that accompany wanting him to do well um it's funny i bet Masai is up there in toronto just like Mm. kicking himself looking down there at all these fucking like six eight six nine put the ball on the floor a little bit Mm. handle none of their wings are like really solid facilitators they're all pretty good like they can make an extra pass but they're not really looking to pass all that often but yeah, it feels like uh, largely they have kind of adopted that we'll just roll out three, six, nine guys and then our center and our point guard that Toronto
2: has in the past. Um,
4: yeah. Is Delano Banton
2: still in Boston? Uh, could the could the Kings go out and get him? Ooh. What Why? do you think about Banton? <laughs> He's a wing. He can dribble. <laughs>
1: He's something. He's, He's
3: definitely an NBA player. <laughs>
1: i'm interested so I, don't, I don't know who funny. that is really but i'm interested oh, <laughs> oh, God. he's a wing. <laughs> <right? laughs> i don't
4: know yeah, no, he, he was Heberdine
3: good legend kessler edwards already we're fine. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we just sent the g league
4: oh well yeah
0: you guys are mismanaging talent that's the real problem in sacramento you don't know what you got you're sending everybody down and you're not playing the right people and fucking harrison barnes and mike yeah. brown in love Ellis, in bed like no lady bird who yet Jan No, Lady Bird. Working
1: on Lady Bird too. All right. After
0: the Pelicans, let me check my updated app here. Um, we should
1: have Jack in his standings. (laughs) No, I think this is a real conspiracy. The league wants the 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 big the the big market teams are trying to tell you the Kings are not the fifth seed. We are the fifth seed. (laughs) Put us in the fifth (laughs) seed.
2: Lamestream that's
0: media that's it's so funny with the minnesota oklahoma city denver top three to be like big markets they got their <laughs> fucking boot on our necks this is ridiculous <laughs> um yeah. but the sixth seed is the dallas mavericks um where the hell are they even at i didn't write them down oh, oh no they're right here okay perfect <laughs> uh i haven't staying put it sucks how nobody has really been a seller yet uh, but if the move was if the move was gonna happen, it would have been Siakam for Das. That's what it feels like to me. Um, and it doesn't feel like anybody like what are the other big names available uh in terms of like adding substantial talent? DeJounte Murray, does he do anything for them? No. Zach Levine, does he do anything for them? Yes, one maybe, of the best shooting maybe. guards in the league. <laughs> Give up a bunch of draft picks for him. <laughs> um yeah, I think they stay put and probably address the postseason issues. After the postseason, like uh, like a normal team would. I don't think they're taking a big kick. because uh, you you're also theoretically built to get better in the postseason a little bit with Luca and Kyrie. I don't know how true that's going to hold. I don't know what the defense is gonna look like, but I don't think, yeah, yeah, I don't think they're doing anything. Pablo, what do you think?
2: Um, yeah, I think they're they're probably in a similar uh territory to okc where there's like a littler move that they could make probably for all the, all those same big men that i named i don't know what what their pick situation is so what they could offer for them but i think it would really help because the the numbers like the uh the derek lively numbers are pretty jarring let me see if i can pull these up um Because yeah, they're twenty and ten with Derek Lively and four and seven when he does not play. So that's pretty crazy. And this is a rookie center. So I wonder um, if they could be if they could be troubled to get a a more more competent big man rotation. Because who who are they rolling out there? Uh, They have Dwight Powell, but he's not the same Dwight Powell. um, Maxi Kleba, he's not the same. Uh, Who who is Olivier
3: Maxon's Prosper? Is
4: oh Oh, yeah, yeah. oh Max, yeah, I like him though.
2: He's he's more of a wing though. He's not like a traditional big. So yeah. I, they,
4: they, I like need, the
3: idea of playing him at the five. Yeah, that could be. He's very long. I don't know about um, with Luca yeah. though.
2: That's that's the problem.
0: It's oh, like Luca kind of locks you into this, like having a maybe like a lob threat big man situation out there. It's not exactly like, not like the foundation has. for yeah. for a switchable team is the Luca
2: the Luca yeah. Doncic offense. Um, yeah. Out, so outside of those little moves, maybe. Um, they could trade uh, Luca for LeBron because LeBron and Kyrie can win championships and we've seen it in 2016. So if they wanted to do that, they could do that. But outside of that, I'm, uh, I think they're probably probably going to look pretty similar because they lost out on Siakam for now, for now, for now. Yeah. Okay.
3: I I agree. I agree. There's not too much that I think that they can do. Because, because uh, who on this team are you going to trade? Like, I don't know what is Gla- what is Grant Williams doing? Like, does any- has anyone heard anything about Grant Williams all year? Grant Williams, Signed that, sign that deal. <laughs> Didn't do anything. Uh, but Dwight Powell is just not someone you want to have. If Derek Lively has shown he's got some injury issues, if Derek if he's down for the playoffs, they're not winning anything with Dwight Powell. So, sort of a move for a Capella, who I can't imagine the. I can't imagine that's a super high value trade target. Or even yeah. a guy, like if you want to go super cheap, uh, JaVale McGee does not get minutes on the Kings anymore. And he was fine in Dallas just, what, two years ago? So maybe that's someone they look at. Someone on the really lower end. Or Bismack Biombo, because he's not with the Grizzlies. Oh! Someone like that. Okay. <laughs>
1: It's a really interesting look because with Luca being your centerpiece, the flexibility of how you can build a team is kind of limited because at the same time, NBA fanboys will scream that Luca has no help, but the on-off numbers don't really support that. And they've won games without him at a fine clip that, 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 that's not, that's not historically bad for it. It's like they're like three and four or something. Um, and they're going to have to take another project basically like like can they get Wiggins like what's like the Wiggins package like It's like a, a rehab home for Andrew Wiggins because they don't really have like the they don't have the picks or, or any young players i like at all but it's i could write a book Josh on
2: Green them. baby Josh Green
1: what, what what's <laughs> the Josh life Green. of a basketball player like <laughs> with Luca as your best player like cuz it kind of sucks it's like i kind of sit in the corner and my best moments are when he sits i don't know I, i'm just not like, I, I do feel like Lucas' like heliocentric offense kind of limits your your trade options because it is like we need a center. What does he do? Nothing but rebound. Or what does a wing do? He does nothing but shoot. If he even thinks about doing some shit on his own, he'll find his ass on the bench in a second because you have to like you just sit there and you get these driving kicks, which Luke is obviously fantastic, but it's just an interesting team building conversation.
0: Yeah. Um could they be know. the
2: PJ Tucker spot? He's used to it. He's perfect. Grant Williams. Perfect Grant Williams
0: is already standing in the corner. That's the problem. Uh, they they he'd have to be. They just have two guys in the corner the whole time, and then that removes Derek Williams or uh, Derek Jones Jr. from standing in the corner. Mm, so there's only Derek so many Jones, corners.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's what I there's was like gonna say. It's
0: funny. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like they signed Grant Williams, and it was like this big thing about like oh culture changer. Defensive minded guy, you know, he's gritty, brings a little different aspect to his Mavs team that they haven't had yet. And then we get into like the praxis of playing basketball, and it's like, oh shit, Derrick Jones Jr., straight up better than him this season. <laughs> and pretty much like every, like beyond the intangibles, it's just like, okay, shooting, Jones is better, athleticism, like uh, defense, uh, all that stuff, being a lob threat for Luka, kind of coming in out of those corner or wing looks. Yeah, he has just short kind of out-
2: passing. The- Don't sleep on Grant. Don't sleep on Grant. I, I'm <laughs> with you, Grant. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Big Grant Williams defender down here. Yeah. So uh, I think they'll probably stay put. It does uh, present like a lot of weird uh, uh, roster building questions that will probably just be answered by him like leaving and going to his Miami and being like, oh, shit, you oh, get him next to another like top mm-hmm. seven player. Everything kind of figures itself out, but in terms of Ed just like fleshing out a real roster around him, it's a little bit difficult. Um, so yeah, shit. I gotta keep my fucking phone open for this because I my, my, my standings are all messed up. The kings, the seventh seed. Woo! We got all the way down here. Oh my god, I thought we were gonna run out of climbing rope. Oh my gosh. Uh the kings. I have him as buyers, uh, just like a Harrison Barnes fire sale. We'll take whatever you want. Uh, He sucks. We already talked about this. I don't think we need to twist the knife into Harrison Barnes, who's obviously watching this. But, yeah, you can't be in Sacramento anymore, buddy.
2: So, Pablo, what do you think? It's a big man's league, big teams win. So, what I would do is I would trade uh, DeMontis Sabonis for Tyrese Halliburton, and then the Pacers would have a rotation of Miles Turner, Pascal Siakam, and uh, Sabonis. So, I think they be would really that they would never do that, and we That's could see a, unrealistic. We could for the see pacers. how a Fox Halliburton tandem works out, maybe. Uh,
0: hmm.
1: Could you,
2: you imagine? Know, I'm interested.
1: I'm interested.
0: Can you, can you imagine Fox and
3: Halliburton on the same team? <laughs> Unreal. Can you imagine? That would be so Unreal. crazy.
0: Oh, this, yeah. I don't know. The vibes would be really yeah. cool. Jack, for the Kings.
3: For the Kings. I had to make a Kings trade. You asked us to make some trades. I had to make at least one Kings one. So this is what I've got. I, now, I did just see a report pop up on my phone that the asking price for Dorian Finney Smith was two oh. first round picks. We're lying to that. everyone fuck is lying to here. themselves. Here. Everyone is lying to themselves. Either way, <laughs> with that being said, the Kings send Harrison Barnes, Davion Mitchell, and either a protected first or two second round picks to the Nets in exchange for Dorian Finney Smith and Harry Giles. Oh, the return. The return. The return. He's our board. The Kings fans son. love Harry. Yeah. Yeah. I think, this, I think this works out. I think the Nets take this because at the end of the day, they would probably prefer having picks than Dorian Finney-Smith right now. And I'm not giving up two firsts for it. And, hey, you get Davion. Maybe you like him a little bit. But at the end of the day, it's just a dump of Harrison Barnes. for You're, giving, you're attaching a pick to him. He's just negative value at this point. You get Dorian yeah. and Finney-Smith, who's a great player. He's everything that Harrison Barnes should be. He's a good shooter. He can rebound a bit. He can play good defense. He's fine.
0: Forty three percent career yeah. shooter
3: from three.
0: I think you overestimate how really? smart Brooklyn is. Yeah. Uh Brooklyn they're in such a weird spot because they don't have their picks, so they're hesitant to like commit to the bit and just be bad. So instead they're yeah, trying to be 'cause like, they're not losing for themselves,
2: right? Right.
0: Yeah, yeah. But instead, I mean they're just like prior to the Lakers game last night, I think they'd won three games in thirty-six days or something like that. So they're already losing. Uh, it just—I don't know—like they're trying their hardest not to, and that package presupposes that they would just be on, on board with uh, tanking. And I think if they, that's the smart move to me, just get Mikhail the fuck out of there. Get the haul that you can. <laughs> there's plenty of market for guys like that. Um, but yeah, I, I have a king's trade later on. Um, I was—I'm I, I, not gonna give it all away, but there's a certain um. There's a handsome man in our nation's capital. That's a pretty talented forward. Uh and maybe, oh, maybe he yeah, use him. I don't know.
4: Yeah, yeah. okay.
0: i Aaron, Aaron. Aaron, what do you what are you thinking about the Kings right now? Buyers, sellers, staying
1: put. We have to be buyers, but I'm not gonna convince myself that Harrison Barnes is worth jack shit. Who like who wants this? Like the Kings are the perfect Harrison Barnes team for what he used to be. <clears throat> But now, it's like this is a negative asset. You have to treat it like a negative asset. And so I asked the question earlier, would you trade Harrison Barnes for nothing? And I think I would. And here's the trade I, I put together. Pablo, I think you'll be interested. So <gasps> it's Harrison Barnes. It's Davion Mitchell for Tory Craig and Lonzo Ball.
2: Oh, no. Oh. I'd, rather, I'd rather gamble on Lonzo's name than that. I would rather <laughs> gamble, too. Oh. That's why I'm taking <laughs>
1: It's one. The contract is a little more expensive for Ball, but it's shorter. It's two. It's two years versus three years. I would rather. I'd be happy if Ball never plays again than to to bank on Barnes again. I mean, the vibes are so bad in SAC. I meant I meant to mention this earlier. I saw a tweet, or like yesterday, saying like this team had heart. It was a picture of the 2014 Kings. They were like this. Was team there. Never happened to this team. Ooh. It was like it was No, this this roster. We went 28. In fifty-four, Isaiah Thomas, Rudy Gay, Demarcus Cousins, Ben McAdoo, Grievous Vasquez, John Salmons, Derek Williams, Jason Thompson, Patrick Patterson, Luke Mabahamute. they are like Reggie Evans and never let, never let TJ McConnell score twenty and ten. They're like, oh my lord, like reminiscing, like what are we doing? What's happening?
2: Um, Cousins famously net—he was one hundred percent locked in all the he time. Was dead. <laughs> I just can't get there with. I don't want to sacrifice our picks
1: for for a buy him this year if it's a little awkward. Like I mean, Brooklyn is like this weird role player super team. They have all the best role players in the yeah. league, but not a good enough superstar. But um, I'm not giving up two firsts for for Finney Smith, and I, I'm also not going to pretend that Harrison Barnes and Davion Mitchell are worth anything. Dave, Davion Mitchell is like 26 years old. Yeah, he's not, is he he's really? not a
0: fuck that's crazy like,
1: he's a, like ben simmons is younger than him or uh, what was it um oh your uh yorgos Papianis is younger than davion mitchell
2: oh um,
1: why <laughs> you know that's true <laughs> so it's he's not a young asset he's just he is yeah. literally just the five million bucks i'd rather play keon ellis
3: davion Could... mitchell is garbage anyone who tries to tell you that at least he's good at defense Off is night. not watching kings games because do you know night. how much the kings get out- outscored <laughs> possession every time davy the game, 15 points
0: whoa well me and yeah. pablo For... he has a cool nickname and so off-night. he does have cool
3: nickname off night
0: <laughs> <laughs> off night he's yeah. cool because he wouldn't <laughs> have an off night i don't know if you knew that uh <laughs> could, could it well, so maybe? oh my it
2: god played. it's it's the self-fulfilling prophecy now um could there be a harrison barnes warriors reunion out mm. there, could there could there be something? Would it, oh, maybe you could maybe you could pull off a steal and get Moses Moody or Kuminga because Steve Kerr hates them or something. Holy, maybe. Shit. I would if love they that. got if they got Kuminga
0: centered around Harrison Barnes, I would like mm. that would blow me away. Um, <laughs> the Warriors front office would need to be investigated for something—be mm. it drugs, instability, tampering, collusion. Something's going on if they pull that off. But uh, good for Sacramento if they can. Pablo, uh, yeah, Pablo. Do we have your game,
1: your Kings game? What was it? Oh shit! Oh
2: yeah. Do oh, you the play? Kings. Game. <laughs> yeah, I want to play. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right. We ha- we have an official game. So this game is brought to you by Tunes TV, China NBA, the first and only basketball YouTube channel on YouTube. So there's only I only have five options for this, but we're gonna pit you against against Jack, the Kings fan, and so, uh, whoever. Whoever, uh, wait, am I involved in this game at all? No, you're a spectator. You're,
0: you're... I have to go to the, I have to go to the restroom. (laughs) (laughs) Take over, co host. I'll be right back.
2: All right. All right. So, uh, um, so the game is you have to guess is this person a basketball king or was this person or was this person a basketball king or was this that's person good. an actual king that's and good so oh who, this is great okay who who would like to go first i'll go first fuck it yeah you take. okay it. okay aaron was charles whitney a basketball king <sighs> or an actual king wow that's good um this
1: is so good that's in that that's it that's a basketball king
2: You are correct. He was a Kansas City King. Mm -hmm. Do you know anything about this guy? I don't. I really don't. So let me read you this little Wikipedia intro. This guy's fascinating. So he uh, was a star at North Carolina State and was drafted in the first round in the 1980 draft by the Kansas City Kings. But he had a knee injury. And so he was only able to play 70 games. What a bummer. By 1989, he was homeless and addicted to cocaine. On January 26, 1996, um, Whitney and a juvenile kidnapped Mark Fabiani, the personal attorney of then First Lady Hillary Clinton. He was arrested, tried, and convicted of a felony and sentenced to 69 months in prison. Then he got out of prison in the year 2000 and found work at the Niles Home for Children. Uh, Whitney asserted that he participated in the crime after being accused of stealing nar- narcotics. Uh, oh, so that's wrong. Un- but either way, so Aaron got it right. He was a Kansas City king. All right, Jack, let's see if you can oh even the God. score. All right. John Lackland. Was this a basketball king or was this an actual king? John Lackland. It's great game. Mm. Really good. Lackland, Yes. Lackland. Oh, okay,
3: I think this is, is, it, is like Lockland some Scandinavian La- monarch. I'm thinking
2: John Lackland. All right, you're correct. Well, not about Scandinavia. This was the okay. King of England from 11, king of England. 1199 to 1216. The golden years, 2016 was a great year. Maybe 1216 was as well. All right, Aaron. Let's see. Edward Longshanks. Is this a basketball king or is this a <laughs> wow. real king? It sounds
0: like a one-piece That's One the piece fakest fucking name I've ever heard. <laughs> oh,
1: my God. Edward Longshanks. I, I really don't think Edward Longshanks played in the NBA. I'm gonna
2: go <laughs> real king. You're correct. This man was Thanks. in the end, or no, he was the king of England from 1272 to 1307. Uh Englanders, let us know if that was a good run. All right, Jack. <laughs> Tariq Abdul Wahad. Is was, oh. this, was this a
3: basketball player or was this oh, a Middle man. Eastern king? uh you know there's been a lot of hyphenate. like i feel like that name almost sounds familiar so i'm gonna go with that's a king that's a sacramento king
2: you're correct he was a sacramento king from 97 to 99 all right yeah, so there we go. now this is for all the marbles this is the last one so uh we're gonna have to do a buzzer situation whoever wants to answer first has to go buzz and then uh (laughs) so then then you have one you have one chance and if you get it wrong the other guy wins okay ike diogu african king or sacramento
1: king buzz i'm gonna say that's a real king a sacramento king
2: you are correct. You're the winner. Wow. L-8-0-9 woo. and eleven twelve. Ike woo! Aaron is wow. the That's first iron. ever, the inaugural winner of the Kings vs. Kings competition. Wow!
0: You're the king, Aaron. There you go.
2: Woo! Clap it up.
0: Clap it up. Thanks, Fair play. Fair play. Woo! He fucking did it. Oh my god! All right. After the Kings, we're looking at a we're looking at a beautiful eight seed. Um. Who is it? I don't know because I was Googling all the names while Pablo said them just to get the answers ahead <laughs> of time. Um, God, he's impatient. I was, <laughs> I was feeding them to Aaron through a little buzzer. Uh, a la the oh. chess conspiracy. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Jack. I <laughs> hate to do that to my namesake. Oh, but The eight seed, the Phoenix Suns. Oh, my God. The, the, the monumental force of offensive nature that came back from 22 down in the fourth quarter against some poor schmucks. Oh. Um, I have them as buyers, probably on the buyout market. Uh, just feels like they're not quite there in terms of depth for a playoff series. I've been convinced over this past week that we have like the the offensive firepower. that was kind of theoretical up to this point in terms of like just being able to overwhelm another team. If you can get Booker into the fifty-two point headspace and Kevin Durant into his head space, and then Beal just plays fine, and then Grayson Allen and Eric Gordon hit shots. Those five I feel pretty comfortable would give a team like a difficult playoff series. But you want a little bit more depth, and Yusuf Nurkic is also
2: not good.
0: Um, straight up, he's I would up, probably he's be up ra- there
2: in all the rebounding stats.
0: Well, I don't give a fuck. Uh, <laughs> I'd rather have Biombo right now, probably, because I, I just like his hustle more, like kind cut oh, of his jib. That's um, slander.
2: That's slander.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I have him buying uh, buying somebody. So, Pablo, what do you think about
2: Phoenix. I mean, if, if there's someone out there to buy, I'd be open to it. But I just don't know what they have. I, what do they have <laughs> to give anybody? I mean, Bull Bull? Who's is there? Are there any Bull Bull truthers out there? Uh, I mean, if they could get somebody, I'd welcome it um, because it doesn't seem like it seems like that them and the Clippers are parallel to each other. And they're like. All right, you have Kawhi, we have KD. All right, you have Paul George, we have Devin Booker. You have James Harden, we have Bradley Beal, I guess. And then it's like uh, they're like but we have Grayson Allen too. So they're they're going to go into war with the the big four and uh so I would I would like to see them get another soldier.
3: Yeah. Freen is your little by the way. Uh, but other than that I I don't I don't know what they do from the like is anyone picking up the phone for Kate Bates to up like, oh no. No. i don't hey, think 77234
2: so. so- wingspan it's huge
3: yeah, was, unless they're picking up, like, John Wall in the buyout market, I don't think <gasps> this team is moving.
0: Whoa, making moves. And then I uh, know. Bradley, Beal, Bradley Beal slots at small forward, yeah. and then we just have a whole new set
1: of problems. That. I fuck with oh, that. man. What's, what's, what's the wall Beal Beal do? duo back? <laughs> this is the team of. they were trying to build in the offseason, the 2016 offseason. Yeah. It was like, KD's hey, going to come to the, the the Wizards. Here it is. Oh, Beal yeah. Wallida and KD. You were supposed to go there. The Suns are are so strange because they have talent. They have like some of the best top end talent in the league. I hate how this team is constructed. And you might you can just say they lack depth. They're super top heavy. That hurts you in the trade market as well because all you have is your star players and guys that are like way too cheap to get anything. You need someone making ten million dollars a year. You need someone making twelve million dollars a year. Because now like if they wanted to improve, they'd have to move Grayson Allen. And Grayson Allen is like. Is like a rock of the, is like foundation for this team. They have 50, to 40, have him. Forty
2: ninety. I saw someone say he's the only guy in the league. I, I don't oh, know wow. if that's true, but that's what but they said.
1: He's been good. He's been good. They just don't have oh, any room been great. To, to move, and they have like hundred and fifty million dollars locked up in KD Booker and Beal. They're gonna have this issue next season. I just, I think they fucked up. With with the Buell trade and locking up this Buell this contract is insanity. Is insanity, and, and I think, like, let's say they make the Western Conference Finals. Remember what KD looked like in, in 2021 against the Bucks, like towards the end, like overtime of that game, and he was just so gassed he couldn't get it, couldn't get the ball to the basket. Like they're gonna be killing him like that. It's a three straight rounds, four straight rounds of 40 minutes a night for KD it is gonna be hard when your bench looks like this. So buyers, my final answer is buyers, but they have nothing to purchase with. They're broke.
0: (laughs) Yeah, moving greater than Alan feels like, uh, I don't know, when you describe him as a foundational rock, yes, it's true. I'm curious. I was trying to go through it while you were talking. I'm not fast enough. I'm not tech savvy. Plus, this microphone takes up like a third of my keyboard, so I'm like working around it. I would wager he's at least like 18 points per game in a lot of their wins so far this season recently he's dropped nearly 30 or 30 plus in a couple games that they've won and it just feels like he is really a key to them playing their ceiling of basketball with this current roster construction and you're right I mean they don't have anybody 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 else Uh, I've already shit on Nurkic once I'll do it again for kicks uh And nobody's, like, biting on that at all if they dangled him
2: and he's not good and Diop's not good. Could OKC, could there be a Nurkic to OKC deal? He's he's a great rebounder. They get some picks to maneuver around. (laughs) That would be so funny if they're just, like, savvy, savvy, savvy
0: for, like, eight straight years, just, like, have not missed a beat since Westbrook wanted to go to Houston. And then (laughs) they're like, oh, fuck, our window's really opening up. Who do we want to grab to fill this rebounding spot? Yusuf Nurkic. Hell yeah. Okay. Yeah, no. I just don't see OKC doing that. Um, I like to give them a little bit more credit. I think the Suns, yeah, they don't have shit to sell. They'll probably be trying to buy. I don't know how sex, how successful, not
2: sexual, it's going to be. Sorry, that's a little slip of the tongue. Maybe. I, th- I, thought, I thought you were going for a Colin Sexton trade. I was like, no can do, buddy.
0: Can't do. I mean, you want to talk about the, the Jazz are the best team in the league. That's uh, that's pretty driving force behind that. But we have to talk about the Lakers first, or do we? Actually, no, check it's my the phone jazz. again. Isn't it, isn't it the it's Jazz? The it? Jazz. it is the Jazz. It's the you Jazz. Guy, you no, the, you the I'm sorry. I, I'm not used to. I'm. I'm. Not, my my shit's not updated. I'm on the Jack Dan uh standing <laughs> setting so yeah uh jazz they're the nine seed i have them as sellers even if they want to hold on to sexton and lowry which feels like it seems like they do it seems yeah. like they're like right now pretty committed to those two but even if you look around the rest of the roster
2: what the fuck is kelly olenek doing here you know like oh he's can, playing very well for them uh, uh he, like surprisingly. he's great like he's he's
0: just a guy that i don't like, like it doesn't make sense that he's on a 10 seat get like you could you could get value while keeping the guys that you like and while not really losing a ton in the standings like oh fuck if you fall out of the plan tournament this season is that really the end of the world if you get like if you sell super high on kelly olenek and get like a great return on him i don't think so i think they should be sellers
2: on guys like that around the roster uh Pablo, what do you think um I think I think they should probably they, well the best player on the team is in the g league if they did bring him up then i do think that they are playoff contenders and it would just be the donovan mitchell situation again because they have all this talent around him. they just need a superstar and so if you put the ball in the superstar's hands i think things will go well yeah. um but either way i think i think they are really confident in this group they don't want to like i think they've given up on trading lori i think uh uh, like Olenek is surprisingly a huge part of that offense, like passing wise and stuff. There's, there's been five so, assists per game. He's been cooking, dude. Yeah. There's, there's been so much, um, Will Hardy hype, uh, this past week. Um, he, people are like, Oh my God, is he one of the best coaches in the, in the entire NBA? I think they're like, Hey, we we want, we want Will Hardy to cook. So we're going to keep, keep, uh, keep this roster together. Um, maybe Jordan Clarkson is coming back around maybe they'll maybe they could try and move him somewhere uh and maybe a change of who did we bring up earlier that that we said uh oh Minnesota no i wouldn't be interested in Jordan Clarkson if I hire them um either way i think i think this roster probably stays pretty similar
0: oh shit Um, just a quick little, quick little detour. Unless they could, uh,
2: sell John Collins. It's,
0: it's, it's Delano, Delano Banton, Delano Banton. It's his birthday today.
2: Happy birthday, (gasps) Mr. Banton. Happy
0: birthday, Uh, Delano. Can't can't believe we dropped the fucking ball on that. You're a wing. You can dribble and we, we support you over here. Uh, back to the jazz, Jack, what do you think?
3: The jazz are a funny team because outside of the thunder, they sneaky have like an unbelievable amount of picks. If you really like they have if I'm looking at this correctly, they've got three in 25, 2 in 26, 4 in 27, and then two in oh. each of the preceding years. That's an insane trade cabinet. They can make any when the Damian Lillard thing was going on, I thought I was being like really edgy and cool by saying, like, hey, watch Damian Lillard go to the jazz. Because it's Danny Ainge, he's always got this weird energy to him. You never know what he's going to do. Uh, with all, however, with all that being said, I don't think they do anything because like you've got all these picks and that's awesome. But what are you going to move it for? DeJounte Murray? It's like, not, the, it's not the year. There's maybe, no one out I, I, there Maybe I would have done it awesome. for like a, like a Pascal or something, or like maybe if there was a better disgruntled superstar on the market, but that yeah. name isn't there. And you might as well save these picks for an actually good guy. Maybe, Joel Embiid gets bounced in the second round again, and there's some stupid trade that goes down. I don't know. They've got so many picks.
1: They have yeah. Timberwolves picks. It's priceless. That's that's worth its well, weight in gold. That could be anything. <laughs> that could true. be anything. In 2028 with the Gobert contract and the, the Timberwolves <laughs> historically, and like I don't think mm. their gem's is very good, but I, I think I think um the the Jazz will trade kelly olenek they'll probably cheat clarkson they'll keep sexton marketing be happy about that they just those sexton and market are just too good they're way too good to catch up to you know the other tanking teams in the league that are like loosely playing basketball so they can consider you know continue to win no they have a ton of picks they don't have to be the third pick the second pick in the draft they already have sexton They already have Marketon. i think they're in a good spot but they should still be sellers
0: yeah i'm on board with all that it's so funny how like we we don't even talk about uh walker kessler with the jazz we're just like sexton and marking and that's our fucking guys even though like i don't know they're they're their go-to young guy last season it was kessler Mm -hmm. and i i like the way he pairs with lowry pretty well and yeah I don't know uh it's an interesting spot to be in where you have uh this amount of talent as kind of like a nest egg to start your rebuild with and so you don't have to like like your your success isn't hinging on the fact that this upcoming draft class isn't that good you're not really that worried about shit like that you're just more so worried about like analyzing the talent and what is uh going to become available should people become unhappy or should people become free agents i guess if utah got a big name free agent i, I mean i'm hesitant like I, I i would maybe eat a utah jazz ticket as somebody in this phone call would wager to do um, <laughs> i don't know that'd be silly that'd be crazy um all right jazz it's just, sellers. it's just paper it's just paper It's just paper not that bad right it's just paper I got a lot of enemies out there, so uh, I think uh, the ink could be the ink could be toxic. Who knows? Uh, jazz sellers, Lakers, I got them buying. Uh, just a classic. I, I mean, I'm, you don't even need to think about it. Obviously, the Lakers are going to take all of the bullshit that they have, turn it into a player that's uh, out of their like they're out kicking their coverage with this trade package. Um, and then probably fucking turn it all around again and make the Western Conference Finals again. That's just the way shit happens to work out for uh, our our golden boys down there in L.A. So, yeah, I got him buying. Um, It's just... I'm curious how you guys feel about the idea... LeBron's probably playing with Bronny next season if Bronny, like, declares for the draft, so... Uh, do, you, do you guys think the Lakers are going to move that 2029 20, first round pick with that kind of looming over the franchise, Pablo? What do you think?
2: Yeah, it's it's a weird situation because I think they definitely want to do something. Um, but like D'Angelo Russell, he he's been the name that everyone's thrown into these these packages. Um, but he's been popping off recently since his return from injury. He's averaging 26 uh, assists, 44% from three, and they're four and two. And so everyone's like, oh my God, do we do, could we get something better than that? I don't know. Um uh but either way this is a team that is is not a real contender this year and i don't know if there's really a move out there that makes you a real contender so i mean like if there's there's the Dejounte rumors. Everyone, everyone is in Dejounte rumors now. Um, Dejounte does not put you over the top. Zach Levine does not put you over the top, even though you probably should trade for him, trade all your assets for him. Um, I don't think there's a move that that gets them into uh, that that top tier in the West. So, I don't know what you do here. You probably have to try and do something. But I was, yeah, I was, I was on the. The trade machine last night with them trying to figure out interesting trades, but I couldn't couldn't really get anything. A lot of some funky salaries in there.
3: Yeah, the Lakers are weird because they they want like Dejounte and they want better guard play, but then you're not willing to give up anything more than like Max Christie and Jalen Hood Jeffino. Like, what do you think you're getting for that? Genuinely, they're they don't have the like. Even if they want to get Dejounte, you're going to have to give up Rui. You're going to have to give up someone bigger. And then all of a sudden this roster just isn't as good anymore. Cause you're looking at their bench and like, okay, Colin Castleton, welcome to playing the backup four. That's just not good. That's not a contender anymore. They've got to They've got to buy, but I don't think they can buy enough with this team. I don't, I think I'm out on the Lakers this year.
1: The same thing with the Suns super yeah. top heavy contracts. And then everyone else is too crucial to this roster because they lack depth that if you're going to make that trade it's like Hachimura and Reeves for DeJounte. and I'm like I don't know if I want that. Like, I don't know I don't know if I would do that if I'm the Lakers. I just don't think that that changes anything. Um the Lakers are going to you know call out of teams and be like do you want our garbage? Like here's a bunch of garbage. We signed all the worst players in the league over the offseason. Would you like one of them? And no one does. Like no one wants it I, and I I I paraded the offseason declaring the shit shuffle of the Lakers' shuffling around all their shitty role players every year i'm like no like we're gonna figure out christian wood no you're not no you're not <laughs> like no one's figuring this out and so you're at the point where this feels like the 2018 Cavs. this feels like the the 2015 or 20 uh, the 2014 heat not as bad The Heat obviously were so very good but um where you kind of sucked the well dry, and that's what that that's the price you pay with playing with having LeBron on your team is every year you buy in, every year you buy in. Eventually, you have nothing left to purchase with. They're out of assets, they're out of they're out of moves I like. Um, they'll be in the conference finals for sure, but I will be mad about it. <laughs>
2: Remember though, the season is a success. They are already in season tournament champions. Mm, very yes. true. Yeah, very true. It's kind of
1: weird that like
0: the season continued after that, um, just because it's obviously the most important thing to go down and so it's like i don't know the structure is strange to me it's the first year they've done it i'm sure they'll probably address that next season maybe do the championship itself in like december and then the in-season tournament a little bit later on just give it a little more climax feel Mm
4: -hmm. but yeah
0: shout out to the lakers already champions um yeah i'm on board with that they fooled me this offseason um because i think a lot of it hinged and I thought uh, Reeves was going to take a bigger step forward into like maybe like a 17, six and five kind of guy on the same caliber of efficiency. And now, like, I'm I'm looking at his season and being like, oh, thank God he's back up to 15 points per game on like pretty good splits. So, yeah, they just don't have as much to work with as I thought they were going to this offseason. Um yeah, I, I don't think they're going to be able to pull off much. But again, like we said, they will be in the conference finals, and it's going to fucking suck. Uh, the no, not the Jazz. Does anyone have the standings open? I don't know why I keep closing my
2: phone. It's the Rockets. <laughs> Are, sure? Are you sure, Jack? It's yes, the yes. I'm uh, sure. It's I'm the Rockets. <laughs> Double check. Uh, It'd be
0: so funny if Jack's like, "Oh, this is just a screenshot I had from two days ago." My fault, guys. It's from 2014. Um, no, it says oh, right here, Yao
2: yeah. and Tracy have the Rockets at this seed. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: All right. I uh, I'm the Rockets at the 11 seed. Um, Probably staying put. Me, personally, I'm out on Jalen Green, but I'm not in the Rockets front office. So, I think they are probably going to hold on to him. I don't think they're shipping him out this trade deadline or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they made the moves to get the veterans in the locker room and just treat this as kind of a development year for all of their young talent. Would not make a ton of sense for them to make a big move at the deadline? Yeah. That's my thoughts on Houston.
2: Yeah. They, well, they, they did come out and say, I think, I think they officially said this or where I just saw this reported that they are not going to trade any of the young guys, including Jalen green. So they're just, they're just sitting pat on that. Um, they do have rumored interest in Capella. Might get a Clint Capella reunion for them. <laughs> really? Not not Why? sure how much of that changes things for them. Um and apparently they are also interested, uh rumored to be interested in Bruce Brown. Could they be a Bruce Brown landing spot? Not not sure about that one either. But I mean I think I think this year, yeah. I think this year we know what they are. They probably wanna do a little bit more than they're ready for, but um yeah, if for for them, I'm I'm not doing anything crazy unless unless a good uh, offer comes up.
3: Yeah, I can't imagine the Rockets doing much at all. This team also just doesn't excite. I I don't think I've watched a lot of Rockets this year just because this team doesn't excite me a lot. Shangguan is, is the most exciting yeah, player in the league. Shangguan so is you great. You messed up there. Shangguan is great. <laughs> I love Shangguan. But other than that, when Shangguan is off the court, you're sitting there watching Jock Landale and someone else and you're like okay this is certainly rockets basketball either way i don't think they're going to do much outside of maybe moving one of their veteran guys maybe like a jay sean tate they feel like they want to get some value out of but other than that i think they stand still this is just going to be a play in to 500 team for the rest of the year
1: i had called the season a success already though just because they were they had gone three straight years with being like the worst team in, in basketball, which is a really hard thing to do. Um and coming back from that, the off season seems to make sense. The Van Fleet signing has worked out. Dylan Brooks looks pretty good. So it's not like the worst off season, like we kind of thought at the time. But um I had a I had a DeJounte trade drawn up for them. And whether they're not interested in moving Jalen Green, I don't care. They probably they should be um Jalen Green and Old Depot and let's say Brooklyn's first this year and some other pick another year. Um just to kind of upgrade the Jalen Green spot to what Jalen Green was supposed to be. And then you can just just take it from there.
0: Yeah. I agree. Um teams probably it, it's like if you asked any of the worst teams, if you asked uh the Wizards, the Pistons, the Hornets, the Spurs, if you're like, hey, next year, You could, like, jump into what the the Rockets are currently at. Is that a success to you? Everybody there is, like, absolutely. And so, yeah, I think the season has been pretty solid so far. And I agree. They should be out on Jalen Green. He's not good. He's not good. I'm sick of pretending just because he's cute and he's fast and explosive. And he paints his nails. He's based. He's chill. Nah, dude, I don't care. That's that's weird, bro. Why are you being weird? Get
1: out of here. Get out of my locker room. Um Stupid, sexy yeah. Jalen Green. Yeah,
3: God yeah. damn it. Send him to Utah. Send he's, him just to, he's, he's too hot send him with this all the other,
2: I can't handle this. Send, send him to, to the Wizards. Chicago for Zach Levine. I'll take him. Are you okay? <laughs> I feel like
1: Pablo's in a bad place mentally with the Bulls. Hey, <laughs> Every single running. like tangent ends with, like, please take Zach Levine. Please,
2: he could please. be something. He could be Zach Levine.
0: Um, yeah, that would be that would be very on-brand for the Bulls. Pull off like a big heist to get off of Zach Levine. And just just for like four years from
2: now, we're like, holy shit, we got Zach Levine back. He's just named <laughs>
0: Jalen Green this time.
2: Perfect. That would cool, that'd cool, be cool. epic. If we could just reset Zach Levine's age, I'd be all about keeping him. Yeah. Um. All right. That's the Rockets. We
0: got four left. They all kind of suck. I know the Warriors <sighs> are like a little... Yeah, I'm just going to run through all of mine at once. I'm going to say Warriors staying put, Grizzlies staying put, Blazers staying put, Spurs buying a point guard, Um, and that's it. I I don't have a ton of thoughts. I mean, if they want to play Trey Jones and San Antonio more, that's fine. I think they could probably make a move if they wanted to, but yeah, that's how I feel.
2: The Spurs? Could be interested in Dejounte Murray. I don't know if you've heard, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I'm out of all those guys. Let's let's see. Uh, is could there be could there be a Draymond to Sacramento trade? Is anyone no. is anyone interested? Mm. No, the, no, that locker room I'd, would rock. I'd be no. interested if I was Sacramento. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't. No, is it is just I don't think- Barnes. What's what's Green's contract? Twenty something or no? I don't know what he's making. This I would team. do it. I would do it. Get Harrison 40 Barnes off my team. Elite def. What for Harrison Barnes for the <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Elite defensive player, forty percent three point shooter. Change of scenery. Oh my god, what a blast! That propels you into contention. <laughs> oh my god.
3: Come on, Aaron.
0: My man. <laughs> really?
4: Do you? Amen. Do you just Harris- have like?
0: Do you, do you have like personal beef? With Draymond Green, like you just yeah. wouldn't want him on your team for that reason. Yeah, that, just we for would that. love
1: him. We would love him. it no, like if like three <laughs> games We'd be like, yeah, Draymond, punch no, that guy, I like couldn't. let's go.
2: Dude, like, what if, like, what if oh, in, people's elbow, like let's give him like a... what if in the first game he like hurts hurts Steph? Uh, would you would you be on board then? <laughs>
4: you yeah, know yeah, you well, you
2: now there. that you say it like He's that, you
3: were always a pussy.
1: If, oh, yeah. if he stomps on Steph in the first round, cracks all of his ribs and and then then we get to win like this is great. I'm in. so. All right, maybe.
0: Cool. Let's hope. Let's hope the whistle follows him down to Sacramento. I, if That's gets the issue. Down there it would not and like the texts. The texts <laughs> are just like by the book for the rest of the season. The second he like raises his voice, it's just like boom. He's coming for Rasheed Wallace's record within like a week and a half. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 I don't know. I like Draymond, but I understand not liking him. I get it. Uh, <laughs> if I was a Kings fan, I probably wouldn't like him either. Um. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have any notable thoughts on Warriors, Grizzlies, Blazers, or Spurs? I uh, had a trend?
3: couple really ahead, big Jack. and stupid trades drawn up for both the Warriors and the Spurs. The Warriors, won't, right. they're, they're both incredibly stupid because I know the Warriors won't say yes to it, but they probably should. So the Warriors send Clay, Dario Saric, sorry, Lisko, and Guy Santos, as well as two first round picks to the Portland Trailblazers for both Jeremy Grant and Malcolm Brogdon. Wait, who was the last
2: player that they sent?
3: Guy Santos, just salary filler. Guy okay. Santos. Yeah, he's from Brazil. He's a fast, power forward. He's kind of switchable. He's interesting oh my god, I'm I feel Sorry. like a casual. Where's it? Does East yeah. he, Santos play? No, barely. He played for okay. Team Brazil in the World Cup, which is why I'm familiar. But he, he's not okay. he's not like he's interesting. Either way, the, the point of the trade is the Warriors are giving up <laughs> two firsts and they're getting back guard play from Brogdon and they're getting a more a better wing than Wiggins. And all of a sudden that Warriors team, it's a, it's a last chance. You just give up all your picks, you're going all in on the Steph Curry Prime grant brogdon green curry is a really fun lineup and i think the blazers are cool with that because at the end of the day clay is a 43 million dollar expiring so you go into next mm-hmm. year with a really high draft pick your young core and 43 million dollars of cap space that's pretty enticing
4: damn
0: and you get off uh, you get off the grant contract which and you get off it feels the like
3: contract. they they
0: only gave him that <laughs> to keep dame or try to so that, that was that kind exactly. of disaster man Dude, yeah. it's such a good look into Pablo's mind <laughs> to hear like Clay Thompson, Jeremy Grant, Malcolm Brogdon. and he's like, who? Who's this? Who is Brazilian f- that you guys are talking about? I'm not. Right. I haven't. I didn't see him in the draft papers. That's my bad.
1: I, oh, sorry, guys. I literally
2: have never heard that. Pablo's like I'm, shuffling I'm papers
1: around. Like who? Yeah. <laughs> DeSantis, the rustling of papers.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, get with it. Yeah, him. I, such I, I agree. Deal, man. I feel like I'd be Aaron, depressed, go, as the Warriors go. fans. I'd be so sad as a Warriors fan if that's like how the Clay era ends for Jeremy Grant's kind. Con- yeah, that would be all. Think the about time. how good that I'm team like, died, so. <laughs> Sorry, Jack. That's fine. I, I I just feel like, yeah,
0: I don't know. I I feel like the Warriors to me are doing the same shit that all the other smart teams are doing, which is like riding it out and seeing what they can do in the off season. Um, that's the most creative use of clay's contract that i've seen so far i will commend you on that uh because to me i'm trying to be creative (laughs) yeah no that's that's a good one i'm i'm locked into them moving him for like fucking zach levine or something which is not good enough like (laughs) dude, shut up down there
4: um (laughs) I, i
0: just yeah like i don't think it's good enough return for them to do the emotional damage of moving clay whereas jeremy grant and brogdon brogdon's fucking pretty solid if you can get him coming off the bench and you can get him healthy he's a quality basketball player and jeremy grant's good too um yeah i, I don't know i like that for golden state but I, I don't think they would do it aaron do you have any big
1: thoughts on any of those four teams? i was just trying to work out a chris paul to san antonio deal just ah. out of pure curiosity, of like, can we get Wemby the ball? Like, can could Chris Paul just get him the ball? Are you willing right. to basically match salary and then eat thirty million for two years just to have like the best point guard, or like one of the best passing point guards the last twenty years on your mm-hmm. team to get Webb and Yamba the ball in his spots? Because the the Spurs are just so bad at getting it; they're just bad at getting like the, the gigantic guy. You can throw the ball like. Almost anywhere and Webanyama will come down with it. And yet they really struggle with that concept. I mm. think Chris Paul would would I mean, he might make it all NBA team. <laughs> he might have like the crazy turn. <laughs> I know he's injured right now. I'm not sure how bad that is. Um, but if you could just like just have him, just have like we have Chris Paul teach Webanyama. I don't know if you want Chris Paul as your teacher for an all-time, all-time yeah. great, but still yeah. like get him, you know, get Webanyama the ball. Chris
2: Paul he he says he likes when people are mean to him. So maybe maybe mm. that'll be cool. Mm. Yeah. Chris Paul loves to bitch you, people. <laughs> he does.
3: There's been there's yeah. another point guard who might be available for the Spurs to get, and he Trae plays young. in Atlanta. And it's Trae and young? it's not Dejounte. It's not Dejounte Murray. Trey, we're
4: I doing the trade that.
3: trade. Ugh. Oh my because god! Because I have mocked up the trade trade. I mocked <laughs> up a trade one, and no one's gonna like it. No one uh, gonna I like it. I
2: would like it. I would like it. Ready? Let me hear
3: it. Uh. So the Hawks give up just Trey Young, and the Spurs okay. give up. It's it's a lot. The Spurs Not Kevin Vassell. No, no, no. Jeremy <laughs> okay. Sochan. Okay. Jeremy Sochan is a young guy. This year's first for the Spurs. So that's going to be a very good pick. But I've heard a, lot a lot bad
4: of draft. Bad draft. draft. It's a bad
3: draft. Exactly. You get it. And then Atlanta's 27 goes back to Atlanta. And then to fill up the rest of the contracts, you're giving up McDermott, Devontae Graham, and Sandro Mamu Kayla Shabili.
2: Jesus which I nailed Christ. that pronunciation. By Damn. You. Good job. Great pronunciation. It's so funny. Yeah. Have you seen him play? He's kind of like, yeah, him. he's
3: good. I like him.
2: I like Sandra. Ah, uh,
0: dude, what I do don't think, think Atlanta does it. I don't think it's not, it's, not it Trey. Trey. it's not worth it for Trey. It's yeah, <laughs> it would be, it would be sick though. It would be so sick. Trey. I'm with, in the business uh, of
3: fun talking points is what I'm in the business. Yeah, no,
0: I mean, that's, that's a great one. Uh, like that's, Yeah, I've thought about it, and I just don't think Atlanta is desperate enough to move on completely from the Trey era. It's hard to build a team around him. I don't think they're loving Uh,
4: it, though.
0: I mean... But it's Trey Young. Like I just, I feel like if he was getting moved at the deadline this year, there'd be a little bit more smoke around it. Uh, yeah. Whether it be like leaks from his camp or Atlanta's camp or whatever, it wouldn't just be like, oh, everybody wants a piece of Dejounte Murray, and then like out of fucking left field, Trey's gone at the deadline. But I mean, clip this Freedom now that I said it out loud. Together, to the it, Spurs. Whoa! Okay, it's worked out so well in Atlanta. They just want to transplant it over there. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, um. All right. Well, we can just go straight up into fake fucking trades now. At this point. Um. I'll, I'll well, did go you the... did you
2: hear the the Grizzlies tried to get Macal Bridges? They offered four first rounders. The Nets said no. That's a real thing. Ooh, I don't know.
0: I, I, I would have Nets. taken it if I'm the Nets. The Nets. I mean. Mikhail Rocks, you're going to get a haul, but that's like borderline OG and Obi stuff where you're just overvaluing what you got going on and turning down really good like yeah, four picks from the Grizzlies. You could have you could have their their picking this bad draft this year, man. Come
2: on, don't be stupid. They, uh, they got they got rejected last year for OG also the Grizzlies. They're like please give it give them to us and the Raptors are like it's not time. It's not
0: time. It's not time. I need RJ Barrett. We need. We just gotta let him <laughs> sweat a little Apparently. bit down there.
4: <laughs>
0: um, my my big fake trade, my first one. Uh, you guys are gonna love this: Kyle Kuzma to Sacramento. Wow. Uh, Harrison Barnes. Harrison Barnes. Davion Mitchell. Two first round picks. I don't know what the protections would be. Um, it, like. I don't know if they'd be crazy protected. I'm not really that tapped in into what uh goes into those decisions, to be honest. But I, I think he fixes the Harrison Barnes problem. He's been good this year. I think he can be a good defender in the right setting. I don't know if Sacramento is really the right setting to bring out the best in someone defensively. But he's definitely better on offense. 23 points per game on really solid splits this year. Uh, Yeah, Kuzma to sack. I, I like it. And Harrison Barnes, I mean, Washington, give us your tired, your downtrodden. They don't give a fuck. They're, they're, this is the first year of the rebuild. It, it doesn't matter. So how do you guys feel about Kuzma to Sacramento?
3: I'm in. I'm in. Give me Kuzma. Give me Kuzma. <laughs> if any coach can tell Kuzma that he's not that much, he's not hot shit, uh, that he's just not as good as he thinks he is, and to settle into a role – and score as needed as the third fourth option i think mike brown can do it i think kyle kuzma works
1: i don't even know if he'd have to be the third fourth option it feels like he'd just be the, the second like i said bonus is like the second option technically right but in terms of i guess that's scoring, like yeah. getting buckets it'd be kuzma um i, I really am scared of, of buying in giving up multiple firsts for kyle kuzma i, I just i can't think of a less uninspiring big three than Fox, Sabonis and Kuzma <laughs> to be like, this is it. This is a, this is our group. Cause at that point, like you can't pivot away from that. Really. You'd have to just, that's your, like, are we going to win a title with this group? Cause you've, you've gone and once you've gone all in on your three guys, like you're locked up long-term financially, this is it. And I don't think that gets us. I mean, does that promise of first round factory? I, I don't even know. So I, well, I like the trade and I wish we could make that upgrade. I just I don't think I'm willing to to lock myself into it Kuzma's contract is pretty good. Yeah. yeah
3: it's it's a, he it, 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 it's it, a it gets smaller. It's over time. Good. He's
4: what, what makes he it?
3: I think it's like twenty two, twenty one, twenty eighteen. So by the end of the contract, he's making the same amount as Harrison Barnes. So it's like, well shit.
1: <laughs> all right. You know? right so there we go. I'm in, all right, I'm in. I thought all about man. it. <laughs>
0: you were literally just asking if you could trade Harrison Barnes for nothing.
1: And now you could get like, this is (laughs) no picks, no first round picks. Like you don't know what soccer, like with Sacramento, we've been bad for so long. I'm so scared of not having first. I know we're not going to be a perennial playoff performer. Like this is going to end at some point, right? Like, like things will return (laughs) to as they were. We're going to win 28 games. I want to need that pick, man. (laughs)
0: I mean, do you uh-huh. think it's going to be in, in 2027? Like, yeah. Well, that was my other question: Is can you hit on no,
3: picks? No, no, right? Of, of like, course. Historically, not. we're not good at that either. What <laughs> we've are we got good Keegan, at we've got Fox, and that's <laughs> about it. What are we good at historically? Yeah. We're not good.
1: At that. Um, we're not good at much historically. Do you earn
2: for the Jazz picks? Stop! Come on,
1: <laughs> tear it down. No, it's gone too far. trade, trade. trade. I yeah. would, I would take honestly though Minnesota picks. If it was like six first. I'm like, fine. I'll be bad. I'll look bad again. Let's try this again. Um. All right.
0: Let's go around. I guess Pablo, you got you got a fake trade for us.
2: Yes, I do. Um, I just found it. Okay, so we we talked the Warriors. I got a Warriors trade. So Chris Paul, Andrew Wiggins, Jonathan Kuminga, and Moses Moody. Four. Zachalina Demar Derozan. So, Pablo. God damn, <laughs> <laughs> the sicko. <Yeah>. <laughs> Steph Curry famously said it. It would be insanity just to run this four <laughs> back and, and change nothing. Well, you gotta, you gotta try something. So why not say, all right, Chris Paul can't even score anymore. He's old. Guy, we don't know what he would do for us in the playoffs. Andrew Wiggins, he's done. Um, Kuminga, we hate him. Moody, we hate him. Uh, DeRozan, elite mid-range shot creator. Is he the same draft class as Steph? He might be. Um, they 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 bond over that. Zach Levine, three-point shooter. Run, run out. Imagine imagine this in the playoffs: a Steph, Clay, DeRozan, Levine, Draymond lineup. How do you stop that? <laughs> How do you stop that?
0: Um, with a seven-footer, maybe. I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> it could be possible. Yeah. I love your heart. I'll say that, that much. Just, like you, you keep spicy. getting keep getting back up when Chicago beats you down. And uh <laughs> Yeah. Right. Beyond that, All I right. don't I don't I don't love the return for Golden State. Uh I'm not that high on either Levine I, or DeRozan yeah. as like postseason performers or Really doing anything to like maximize Steph's game, which is kind of the key to Golden State being good at this point. Their, well, I see uh, how
2: a casual would think that way. I understand.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's my fault. That's on me. We haven't we haven't gotten into Derozan's Derozan's passing out of the high post. Right. I mean, oh, he can just. Yeah. I'm a little on that. Please yeah,
4: Warriors, okay. take
3: that. Take that, please. <laughs>
0: Oh, man. And then they still just like – it's like a gritty seven-game series. If they go at it with the Kings, it doesn't matter. DeRozan, it's like yeah, his first right. good postseason performance of his career. He really steps up with Golden State. Yeah. Oh, man. And then uh,
2: imagine right. imagine Chris Paul in that heated uh, play-in game for the Bulls. Probably pulls out a win. it would be crazy.
0: Ooh, okay. True. Yeah. <laughs> Um Jack, do you have a a, I don't know if we're gonna do all three fake trades. We're pushing two hours. You got one good fake trade for
3: us. I hear you. I've already I've already tossed out a couple of my big ones, but I've got another one. And we've been talking about DeJounte Murray for a while. And a team that doesn't come up a lot when people talk about him is the Orlando Magic. And I think the Hawks send DeJounte and the Magic, I don't know how realistic this return is, but you go Fultz. You go a couple protected nope. picks and some seconds, and you leave it at that. The contracts are the same. Oh, it's, a full, it's a full, it's a and picks for Murray essentially. Think about Ooh. that magic team for a second. Another guy who can't really shoot. <laughs> okay, well, I think we're being disrespectful. Like that, he's, better yeah. he's better than
2: he's better than folds, but yeah. I <laughs>
3: Um, I DeSean's think the is problem
2: 38 from three come on uh, how many attempts how many attempts
3: <laughs>
0: uh probably pretty good volume I feel like he's been a straight up good shooter good
3: six attempts again yeah six okay, attempts okay. A game. that's not that's not bad
0: and he just hit the one no. on the heat his auras through the roof I mean <laughs> and yeah. people aren't
3: convinced about his defensive ability anymore but you put him next to Jalen Suggs could've, that's could've a, could've
2: a been nasty backcourt I if, if I'm the one Magic, one. I would do that. I just think they probably they probably would get better offers elsewhere. But if I'm the Magic, I would do
4: that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it's a that. uh, that's good. I I just think they could uh, like I get wanting Dejounte Murray's defense to come back. But if like if that's not a guarantee, it does feel like they could probably put that package together or something similar and then just get like a straight up better offensive player and still have like most like of Levine. the piece like Zach Levine. Zach
3: Levine. Come
0: on. For all for all my criticisms of Zach Levine, he is pretty good at offense. So I, I think the tools or the pieces of a good defense would still be intact if they moved for someone like Zach Levine and your ceiling. I mean I think like it could get pretty gnarly offensively if DeJounte Murray kind of regresses, if he's not next to if he's next to Paolo instead of Trey Young. That's that's kind of like a bit of a shakeup in terms of the coverage oh. that you see. So there's but, the animals. boys I
2: forgot collectively DeJounte.
3: underrating DeJounte Murray. I don't get it. He's actually just still solid. I
2: don't, I don't, know. Know. I'm, I
3: don't know. I'm a non-believer I'm a non-believer. 21 points a game. He's got like the best true shooting of his entire career this season. Like, I don't, what I don't is know, it? 56.
2: That's below league his, average. Still. His
3: true shooting's 56. I said it was the best of his career. He used to be an all star. <laughs> yeah, it's, I
4: feel like it's the hard. best thing.
0: Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say it's hard to move. Like, it's cool if you shoot if you're that inefficient and your defense is really good. It's not if it's not. Um. So yeah. Uh, I think the pendulum has swung a little bit too far. DeJounte Murray has redeeming qualities, but he's not like, he's
2: not that good right now. He's he's not Chris Dunn. I'll tell you that much.
3: (laughs) No, he's not. Yeah. No, he's not. Aaron, what
1: do
2: you got? What do you got?
1: I do kind of feel like the best place for DeJounte is like kind of a crappy team. Like in San Antonio, he's making these all-star teams because it's just like overachieving, good vibes. He gets to take the shots he wants. He's like way over aggressive on defense, getting three steals a game. It's like this is awesome. <laughs> um, and then when you try to allocate that on a real team, like a team with actual aspirations, it just hits a little bit different. But um but I liked that. I kind of liked it for the magic. It just they have so many guards. Why not get a, a really good one, a pretty good one, and uh, and uh, get some picks while you're at it? I think everyone gets what they want.
0: Yeah, I, I'm on board. You know what? Fuck it. The Magic say yes. I'll, I'll indulge you, Jack. Yeah, I, I like it. Um, uh, Aaron, what's your what's your fake trade? Let's let's let's, I, let's close this out.
1: I kind of spent all of them on, on the way over. Um. <laughs> Man, Pablo so, Pablo. He doesn't want to hear mine. No! <laughs> he doesn't want he yeah, to hear the fake trade.
4: He doesn't want to hear it.
0: That's funny. All
1: the juicy ones I spent, like Chris Paul to the to the Spurs or um, the Lonzo Ball trade, <laughs> all I had left was the Pistons give up Joe Harrison of first for Bruce Brown. And it's just a study of what you would do for a win. What would you pay for <laughs> one win for just one of them? Like to, to be the not worst team of all time. Because this team is really going to struggle to get to nine wins. The 73 Sixers won nine games. And that's going to be brutal to get to. Um, I think they should. Just like a twenty yeah. top 10 2029 20, protected first and just forever. Just to be not the worst team of all time.
0: Do you think Bruce Brown... Well, because first, I don't think he, – he hasn't been shooting the three particularly well this season, and that's kind of like their real struggle that's kept them from, like, getting into games, luckily. um, I think, like – I don't know. Is Bruce Brown – does that really move the needle for them in terms of one win? I think if you're going to move Joe Harrison to first – Would you just do a little bit more and like maybe Zach Levine does help your ceiling in terms of getting two or three wins more all season? Maybe maybe that could
1: help. I'm not sure. We do Uh, like two seconds, three seconds instead of the first, just like a a litany of seconds and just say, take our second round picks. We'll take Bruce Brown and I'm going to try to win 10 games. Because while he can't uh-huh. shoot, he is pretty good defensively, and, and the Pistons are like the worst defensive team in the league. So that would help on that case.
3: Number yeah. one option, Bruce Brown. We're so here.
4: <laughs>
1: I
3: like it. Him He's and on paid ball pick and
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, And I would also feel bad because I like Bruce Brown. Seeing him go to Detroit would make me sad. Seeing him go to Toronto, I'm already like, ooh cold up there uh they're they're in a rebuild that's not what maximizes your skill set i know you want to come back to denver bruce it's okay my arms are wide open you can and Jokic will fix your shooting right away i know that too he'll be 45 percent before you know it blink of an eye um yeah that's my thoughts on bruce brown to detroit uh pablo do you have any to close us out
2: oh wait can you see me right now yeah i, I can't yeah, personally here oh crap i i thought i i thought i was not here i <laughs> on my phone it's, it says you're backstage only the host can see you
0: oh <laughs> uh, no, I, uh, I thought i yeah i let you in you're in
2: oh okay wait what was the question sorry
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's bruce brown and a first or wait it's joe harrison a first to toronto for bruce brown a study of what
2: you would do for a win uh what would would, would you do that Wait, Joe Harris and a for for Bruce Brown. Wait, where Joe Harris is in Brooklyn still?
4: No, he's in Detroit. Detroit. Oh,
2: oh, oh, okay. Now I don't think I don't think that helps them because uh Bruce Brown's <laughs> shot is not there. So I don't th- I don't think Bruce Brown is <laughs> like they they can't keep slamming the wall and be like we need another guy who cannot shoot. <laughs> so I would not do that. <laughs> Oh
0: man. It would give Monty or uh, it would give Monty Williams an excuse to take the ball out of Jaden Ivey's hands a little bit. And I'm sure he would oh, love God. that. Like, it is a reunion. Like,
2: Remember Bruce Brown drafted by Detroit. Mm-hmm. Very true. Yeah. All
0: right. True. Back to his roots. I like that. I like that a lot. Um. All right. That is two fucking hours, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> a bunch of yap, a bunch of talk. Um. I'm very happy to have my Kings guys in here
1: um uh, let's start with aaron where where can the people find you man find me possible chairs on tiktok and on on x pretty new uh pretty new twitter account but yeah longest podcast episode i've ever been a part of happy to be here guys
0: all right and and that doesn't surprise me at all we literally cannot shut the fuck up sometimes uh jack (laughs) where can the people find you
3: you can find me at Jack the King's fan on TikTok as well as Jack Dan KF on Twitter. It's not X. It's never going to be X. Whoa! Oh, okay. sorry. Damn. Didn't mean. Didn't mean to come after. Didn't mean to get aggressive. I don't want to start Elon, my second TikTok beat of the week. But
0: Elon, um, uh, we don't. We don't hold those views over here. If you want to pay us no. money, if you want to pay us some of those Mister Beast bucks, maybe we'll upload this to Twitter as well. I don't know. <gasps>
2: um, Pablo, where can the people find you? Um, Hot Tunes TV China NBA on YouTube just past 1,000 subscribers. Woo! Just gotta Woo! get to 4,000 watch hours, then I can start making money. I'm gonna start posting five days a week on YouTube. It's gonna be a lot of different. It's gonna be a lot of yap sessions. So get ready. Hell yeah! Then on on TikTok it's Pablo Escobar. Um, Jack, I will I'll tell you what I don't know. How do you 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 live a too risky of a life for me? You, t- you. We know you're in the Sacramento area. We have your first and last name, and you're starting beeps. Uh, you, you, how do you do it? I'd be terrified. Someone's gonna kill me.
1: I'll tell you. I'll tell you, Jack. This is not the Sacramento area. Yeah, Aaron knows. I, Aaron knows that that's not
3: true. That's not oh, true. It's not the Sacramento area. Man. Yeah. See, that's does... how good I'm being at hiding my tracks. Mm-hmm. Are you all Googleable? All right.
2: Are there a lot of Jack Dan's out there, or no?
3: There's a fantasy sci fi writer who's a Scottish seven year old to named Jack Dan. So Ooh, uh, I'm actually pretty yeah. well covered on that base. Mm. Sweet. Sweet. I have a there I think a a
1: a songwriter for Elvis named Aaron Schroeder. So it's kind of hard to get past that one. You're not yeah. gonna find much on me. You're gonna keep running to his wiki page. <laughs> um and yeah, there's there's not that many
0: Jacks out there, not that many Jack aka Jokic Joe stars. So when you Google me, it'll probably just be me but i'm evil so if you want to meet oh. in real life it'll it'll go poorly for you i can guarantee you that yeah. um uh yeah you can find me you'll star literally every platform instagram twitter x youtube tiktok all of it letterboxd even i'm watching movies oh. and shit people um all right hmm. thank you everyone for tuning in thank you aaron thank you jack for coming on and i'll catch you guys in the next fucking episode peace